Yo, 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 as I as I move the mic while I'm saying, yo, 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 yo. This is 2017 slash 18 slash 19. It's your boy Uche. I got my boy. QDZ. Bonjour. Je m'appelle QDZ. Foshizi. 2017Z. Hey, can we go into the new year uh, with one thing in mind? Um, just just one thing. Well, I'm gonna give my one thing, mm-hmm. and then you're gonna give your one thing. I'll start us off. Okay, go ahead. The one thing I want everybody to go into 2018 with is stop letting these these woof boys win. All right, stop letting these 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 people who are not good at music, ooh, who are not good at music, become big. Like, is there who you throwing subliminal shots? Lil Yachty. Oh boy. Yes, he's the punching oh, bag. Oh boy! Yes, he's the punching. 2017, bag. he was the punching bag. No, real talk, like he I, was I, the punching bag. McGregor and Mayweather used. Uh no. <laughs> oh no wonder his face is messed up. Okay, now you going low blow. Hey man, that was uncalled for. Speaking of faces, were you not just telling me that <laughs> Travis Scott's face was challenged? I I didn't say challenged. Well, what was the words you used? I there? said it's remedial looking, okay. but I mean it's fine. He has money. Bruh. Anyway, man. Hey. So my turn, right? What, what, what about me? What's up? Oh, yeah. My I, bad. Go I, I got hey. to say something, Go ahead, right? man. What, what, what you got? All right. Um, going into 2018, you know what we got to stop doing? We got to stop drinking Modelo's. Bruh. Who drinks Modelo that often? Spanish people. Hey, by the way. <laughs> hey, by the way. Modelo is actually good. Modelo. Oh, I really? keep telling people that Modelo actually tastes like Corona. People don't. People don't really. People don't believe me. Though. Actually, probably Corona owns Modelo. Well, I don't know who owns who, but I'm just saying like people think of Modelo and, I, and I they believe... associate it with Spanish people yeah. that work at like Seven Eleven or that, that that stand outside of Seven Eleven. True. Because they are always holding it or they're going True. in there to buy it. True. Like you never see. You, I, never, you never, never see I, classy or well, the exactly. Let me. I, I, I've never seen Modelos on a tap. Anywhere. Hey, uh, let me get that uh, happy hour special Modelo. It, it is if you go to like Spanish places. It will confuse people, actually. It, it would if you go to, if you go to Spanish confuse. places. Like, for example, there's this place called Los Tios. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever been there. It's, a, it's like a Mexican restaurant. I've heard of it. It's a Mexican restaurant. They have Modelo on top. On tap. Really? Yeah, because it's a Mexican restaurant. Modelo is a Mexican beer. Just mm-hmm. like Corona is a Mexican beer. They taste alike. Hey, man, we're getting off subject. We've given you guys our number one thing to move into the new year with. Let's start the show. This is episode 18. We are the ill-advised 18? wise guys. What you talking about? 18? Man, I got I got what? I got revisionist history, man. Hey man, Shit. I got hey, hey, 18? Sorry. So man. you mean to tell me I ain't get paid for episode 19? Sorry, sorry. I get paid my 10 cents? Bruh. Hey man, my bad. I'm add, somebody. add two numbers to that. I'm the right episode. slapping some. I'm slapping the executive S- and the producer. Slap the intern. They're the people who should have cast your check. Right? Or in the words of Nigeria in Nigerian <laughs> movies, the marketing producer of entertainment. I'm slapping all of them. No, 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 no. <laughs> slap, slap the the honorable. <laughs> Why is everybody honorable? <laughs> the, the, honorable the honorable chairman. Everyone's a chairman. On behalf of the honorable chairman, we even now even break. women even women are chair are chairman. They're, yeah, right. Okay. They don't even call them chairwoman. 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 The chairman that is a woman that happens to be a woman. 
All right, so we'll ep- slap everybody. So in the head. episode twenty is the right is the right um, episode number. twenty. Twenty like Gordon Hayward's number. Mine is the ankle. The like okay. The the last episode before we before we jump into what two thousand eighteen. Oh my god. Hey. Hey, even years been, been the worst for me. Dog, but even years. But hey, there's been a lot of good music that came out this year. There's also been a lot of bad music. Um, man, where do we start, man? Where do we start? I think I think, I think we should give these. I think we should give everybody like a highlight of our of our um you know topics today. I, I think that's a good idea. Let's do that. Let's do that. So, give me a little synopsis. So first, we're gonna jump into. The top album slash project, so that includes mixtapes, you know, albums. Who who gives a fuck? With They're all the these same. Days? I'll just say projects. Mixtapes, albums. If you listen to our podcast, playlist, you know that I've I, I gave my ill advised thoughts a couple episodes ago about not giving a fuck what these shits are called. Just call it a damn project. Mixed and I've been noticing albums. some people steal my lingo too. By the way, really? You 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 niggas is you need to pay up. It's like oh, oh, okay, okay. Um, no, nah, I mean it's all about it's all about pushing our thoughts to the world, right? Okay, come on, stop with the cliche. You know what I'm you saying? You here sound like a damn athlete. Oh, uh, you know, I think that uh, you know, it's all about uh, the game that we happen to play. Bruh, and, bruh. Sports uh, Center just interviewed me. Uh, okay. Sports Center is right here. Yeah, Sports Center. Yes. Oh, okay. Who? Uh, uh, what's that black girl that I love? What nigga? Uh, black girl? You mean the white girl? No, well she's Cassidy she's Hubbard. Cassidy no, not, Hubbard. Not Cassidy Hubbard. That's my girl. The other one that did NBA. Sage McStill. <laughs> Love me some Sage McSteel. Man, all right. But, um, so, but yeah, no, no, no. So, first we're going to in, jump into top projects, and then after that, we're going to get into worst projects of the year. There's, there's quite a few we need to talk about. And there's a lot of little whatevers on it. <clears throat> yeah, all the lils. Um, after that, we're going to get into some of the best songs of 2017. And then after that, we're going to get into some of the worst songs of 2017. And there's a lot of little whatevers on that list. And then, uh, if we have time, we'll get into some of the top collaborations, uh, meaning projects. You know, there's been a lot of those that came out this year. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I ain't talking about Burner and, and Young young, uh, <laughs> <laughs> young Jerome. Or not Young Jerome. What the fuck is this guy's name? Burner and... What's his uh, name? Young... Uh, uh, the one from Tennessee, right? That yeah, got shot 19 What's times. What's his name, man? Um... Uh, you know exactly yeah, what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Young Dolph. About. Young Dolph. Ain't talking about Burner and Young Dolph. No one gave a fuck about that. That might end up on the worst collab. Yeah, I did. But we don't have a, we don't have a subject. You actually it. listened to it to even grade it? Bro, I didn't even know that joint <laughs> came out until you mentioned it last episode. That's true. Remember? I didn't, mention it I didn't even know. That's true. I didn't mention it. And then if we have song, if we have time, rather, we'll, we'll talk about some of the... Um, and Burner. Burner <laughs> might perhaps be the worst rapper I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Um, and, then, and then if we have time, we'll get into, you know, some of the songs or albums that could have been better this year, you know, that had a lot of hype, um, songs that basically flopped on their face. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Nicki Minaj might hold this whole category. We'll, we'll, we'll see, though. Hey, we'll see. Know. We shall see. Let's start. Let's start it off. Let's man. jump into I'm, it, man. I'm, I'm ready. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. How you want to do this, man? You want to go from bottom to top or top to bottom? Or does uh, it matter? Let's just, you know... You want to just highlight some that are good? What do you want to do? Uh, you know, let's... 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 let's one by one. You know, I you think... You want to just... I think one by one, just just name them off. Sure. Um, Kendrick Lamar. Damn. Damn. I mean... Well, damn! What else can we say about this album? I mean, 
you know, you know, you know, you know the thing. Sorry, mm-hmm. were you about to say something? Yeah. Go ahead. Um, with Kendrick Lamar, you know the thing that I like about this album is that Kendrick Lamar's first two albums was like really focused on storytelling, right? This one seemed like a a, a Kendrick Lamar just I'm just gonna bring out a whole bunch of tight songs, aka a greatest hits from him. Like it just seemed like an album that just had hit. After hit after hit, and then on top of that, he experimented quite a bit. Like he, he dropped the R and B heavy love loyalty. And then he had his killer tracks like humble. And then he had his, uh, you know, like book bag tracks like uh, the song at the end, the last track, the outro. Duckworth, Duckworth, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which oh boy, that name. What's uh, his last name? Yeah, I know. Yeah, but Duck, but Duck, but Duck. You know how you know how you Duckworth. Though that man probably got teased. Like out the gym. Mm. Can you imagine being a seventh grader? Hey, Mister. Hey, hey, Duckworth, come here. It's, it just, it just, make, it just makes you sound like an old white man, right? When you say Duckworth, Kendrick Duckworth. But anyway, that's why he said Kendrick Lamar. He's not. He ain't about to say Kendrick Duckworth. I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know how hot humble would be if it was Kendrick Duckworth's new song Mr. Humble. Mister Duckworth has a great song on the radio, and it's called Dad. <laughs> Well, yeah, I like the album. It's just, it's an amazing album. I you, we we you know an album is good when we try to find hey. a nitpick at reasons why it shouldn't be one. Hey, give us the. I think we need to do like we need to do like a speed round with these kind of sort because mm-hmm. there's so much we can say about all of these albums as to why we like it. Mm-hmm. But give us the top thing on your mind mm-hmm. why you think this album was that good and it needs to be highlighted in this top projects list. They just first thing that comes to mind why it was damn so good. Sounded like this was what this was the version of Kendrick Lamar that met his potential. This version mm. right here. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. For me, I would say I would say the the first thing that pops in my mind about this album is that I think you touched on it earlier. Like he he kinda he found a way to like all of the all of the things that people were saying about Kendrick, how he's a great rapper, mm-hmm. all of this shit from back in the day. It met the fact that he actually put out songs that were like ready to be played on the radio. Yeah, and I know radio doesn't even matter that much, but the but the the point is he found a way to tap into his songs migrating across the land and yeah. really around the world. I agree. I agree. I think that's what he did with this album very well. I agree with that. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah. So all right, next album, man. Let's move on. Uh, Jay Z, four forty four. Four four four. I still don't know what four 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 means. I don't think anybody knows. Matter of fact, I think it's an elevator, right, or something. Something to do with an elevator. Right, I don't have no. I've heard so much shit. Yeah. As I, to why I don't even know what's true. I. I, I mean, I, I, all I know, all I know is I can tell you this. Every time the time four 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 comes on, mm-hmm. every single day, not every day, but when I see the clock on four four four, the digital version of the clock, not the analog one that you're looking at right now. That means Satan's coming to visit nah, you. Nah, fuck all that. <laughs> I'm saying when I see four four four, it reminds me of Jay Z's album. Oh, every single time. That was that's that that's was, was the build up that you were trying to say. Well, you said oh. something. About, you said something about fucking Satan. <laughs> Nobody got time for this shit. Who the fuck? Who the fuck cares about Satan? I was I was actually waiting for something riveting. Yo, yo, hey, every time I see four four four, I expect knowledge to just be transferred into my brain. But that's that but sounds dumb. Maybe four 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 is a di- <laughs> divine meaning. <laughs> when I think of 444, I think of Jay Z's album or whatever. 
Anyway. Well, actually, you didn't even repeat me correctly. But or that's cool. I, when I see four, but, four, but the point—the point is, the point is, in terms of marketing, uh-huh. somehow every single time I see the fucking time four four four, I think of his album. That's all. That's great. It marketing. wasn't supposed. To, it wasn't supposed to be fucking. So Jay Z's partners partners with Sieco <laughs> Clocks. But anyway, the hell Sieco. That's a clock is that, What is that like? Some fucking like Sieco. Some fucking poor people brand. Psycho. S e i k o. I know you've seen. Nobody that knows how to spell that bullshit. It's psycho or whatever. Bro, we wearing Movados around here. Yeah. Oh, what Mav- you talking about? Movado got an alarm we, clock. Sorry, my bad. My bad. We're wearing <laughs> we're wearing citizen watches around here, oh, man. We got time for that that's shit. True. Even better. That's like the Modelo of clocks. <laughs> <laughs> like, who are you talking about? But uh, four 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 was a. Why do you like it? <coughs> Why do you like 444? Let me keep it short. Sure. 444 was a version of Jay-Z that I think uh, paid really close attention to like the little things in music. Like, you know, he paid attention to the messages that music can deliver. And then also, um, just like really just the, the sounds were so unique. They were so, dare I say, African-American, like black feeling like black empowering and so uh that was like one of my biggest takeaways it was almost like the colin kaepernick like album to me and uh it came from uh from it was a colin kaepernick (laughs) i think it was colin kaepernick inspired really for the most part like jay-z you know saw that whole situation and was like yo i mean yeah my wife i cheated on her but also, there's another side. There's the, you know, trying to empower people to not be like me, you right? Know? And like, let's let's get successful as black people. Yeah, know, I, et, cetera, et cetera. That's 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 you know that's my takeaway. Is it was, exactly it was that. Empowering. It's, yeah, Jay Z. I mean, Jay Z was dropping a lot of rich nigga knowledge, but but the thing about the album, I felt it felt like was that okay, yeah, everybody knows Jay Z loves talking about rich people shit, right? As always, but for some reason this time around, he kind of like. I think he kind of made it a little bit more digestible. Maybe it's because sure. we're older. I'm not sure. Like, you know, back in the day, Jay-Z's talking a whole bunch of shit. I may not have picked up on some of the, like, the lessons, maybe, quote-unquote, that he's that he was talking about. Because it came across as flossing. Yeah. This time around, probably because he cheated on Beyonce, he was like, all right, man. And guess what? Let me let me not let me let me address that on the album. I don't have time for flossing. All right. And guess what? We just gonna uplift people. <laughs> I'm gonna get back in the in the, in the good graces of Beyonce, and we're gonna go home, we're gonna chill, and all of that. I thought, I thought, I thought Jay Z did a good good job at making the music digestible for grown ups. And guess what? I don't think, I don't think kids can relate to this album. He was humble. I don't he think, was humble. yeah, ironically, I don't think this album is for kids. Honestly. Uh, yeah, it's not. Like I'm talking about people who, I don't have, even think it's for young adults. I think it's for like hey. people that have at least. No, no. $2,000 in their 401k. I was just about to say that. <laughs> I was literally just about to say, this album is for somebody with a 401k. 401k or diversifies their or, portfolio. Or if you're even... I mean, not saying that he was talking about that so specifically, but just... If you're somebody who is aware of what a 401k is... Yeah. And talking about, like, stocks and, and all this bullshit of investment... Yeah. This this album is good for you. Yeah. It's good for you. I, I agree. I agree. All right. Um... SZA. SZA, man. Control. 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 Wow. Um, This album picked up steam, man. Like, when it first came out, I mean, people were aware of SZA and people were anticipating the album, but it just kept picking up steam more and more. I think 
my biggest takeaway from this album was that uh, there's a lane for that girl from around the way. There's a lane for that girl next door. And like SZA was speaking to that type of person, that, that, that type of girl that's out there that doesn't mind being the side chick <clears throat> just as long as she gets hers, you know, her attention and et cetera, et cetera. I think it was such an interesting dynamic for this album, which is why I, it's, it's, it's crazy. I, I was listening to it, you know, and I can get that feeling. I'm a, uh, I'm on the other side of the fence, but it was just so beautifully done. Also, her writing was phenomenal and, um, she's low key, like, uh, 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 one of these singers that can really like hold a, hold a note, man. Like she's, she's pretty good singing wise too. That's that's something they get slept on. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I feel like I feel like people, really mainly women, black women, but mostly just women in general, right? Weird black women. Well, yeah, have been waiting for somebody like SZA to come around. Yeah, they've been waiting. I mean, everybody, you know, it's like they all they, all they have is Beyonce and Rihanna in terms of the black community to pick from, right? And then Jasmine Sullivan is just a little too weird. Well, so it's like and too bitter. But but she's like I don't want to be bitter. I want to be weird, but I don't want to be bitter. Yeah, I mean, well, and she's also like, you know, heavy. Nah, she's just she's not as popular. True, true. Wait, why are you going to heavy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you thought that's I where saw, I was going. I saw oh, hesitation. I, was going. I saw hesitation. No, no, I'm delivery. like, she's not that big of a. Uh, nah, not wait. <laughs> Was <laughs> she's not that big of an artist, oh, okay. like on the Beyonce gotcha. and on the and on the SZA, and I'm not, sorry, not SZA, and Rihanna, Rihanna level, and I'm not saying SZA. I'm not saying that SZA is Beyonce or Rihanna, mm-hmm. but I'm just saying like in terms of people that women look at, they love SZA, they love her, man. I think she finally represented like people who were like her, mm-hmm. the the like you said, round the way oh, girl, man. you know, girls who were like free. Girls that are you know they're like free and they just you know want to I mean? they exactly. just want to go they just want to go holla at a dude at the club and smash him and not worry about being judged. It's right? like there's plenty of women out there I, like I that. I agree. It's, it's it's like the girl that doesn't take a shower like type. Yeah, she, dog, you know, you know I mean? she don't shower. Like she don't boff. Like I can tell. Like she's like Erica Badu in a lot of respects. Yeah, but Erica Badu, man, Erica Badu's a legend. In what way? That I know bo- she's a legend. That booty. Oh. It's like not. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, sorry, sorry. Excuse me. You're right. Excuse me, buddy, Massa. Thank you very much for reminding by the, me. By the way, like, before we go to the next uh, album, what's up? Scissor's name is Sovereign Zigzag Allah. By the way, fake oh, news. My God, fake news. What? What's her real name? I don't know. I'm just saying. I just, okay, I just want to say Donald Trump. Um, no, all right. Next album, Joey Badass, All American Badass. My personal favorite. Yo, I'm gonna tell you like this. I, I said this like this week. I think I, or at least I came to the conclusion this week that like people have forgotten about this album. It's almost like it's like we were talking earlier about um, shit. What album was it? We were saying, damn, people don't. Oh, Ty Dolla There you go. Yeah. Beach House Three, right? I mean, that came out more towards the end of this year, 2017. But like, no one even gives a fuck. Yeah. It's like it's like people. The, the album drops. Hot music is on it. It goes right over people's head and into the trash can, basically. And then people move on. No one addressed this album. I thought it was... And you know what's... I thought it was amazing. And you know what's more astonishing? Musically, production-wise, everything, rapping. Yeah, yeah, music, this album was amazing. 
Oh, what's even more astonishing about that is that Joey Badass was actually like trying to talk about things that were going on currently. Mm-hmm. Like if you listen to stuff like for for my people, it was like we were going through at that time. We were going through like the whole idea of oppression and stuff like that. He addressed it directly on that album at a time that you know people were starting to think about addressing it. So I'm 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 actually shocked that it did not get that much praise either but with aside from that mm-hmm. end of the day like if you want to take away the message fine but musically i'm being honest it just reminded me of illmatic in a sense it reminded me of illmatic because it was just like a representation of his neighborhood he put it into music and i think that's always a beautiful thing when you talk about hip-hop man i i agree you talk about hip-hop that's a beautiful thing if you can like represent your neighborhood in a certain way but you know hip-hop is so worldwide these days like you know it's no longer it's no longer that or, it's no longer that like you know that backyard the dj come out on the block and but people that's what makes out. it great no I, I, that, that's what makes this album great well, when, that, but that's when, one of them that did that i agree when people channel that mm-hmm. shit, right the origins of it yeah of course it's like you gotta note it right I just don't. I, personally, the reason why I think people don't really feel this album or it was it was slept on mm-hmm. was because that's not the direction hip hop has gone. Like the type of music Joey Badass makes, or at least made on this album, mm-hmm. like ninety percent of hip hop is not making music like this. I agree. So I think automatically it's going to be an outlier, and you know people are probably not going to get it. Honestly. But that doesn't mean it's not good. It yeah. just means people are probably not gonna get it. They wanna bob their head to fucking Migos in the club. They wanna they wanna hear random artists that all sound alike. But that's Migos is representing their neighborhood too. No, they are. But <laughs> but but the but the problem is not problem, but the thing about Migos and representing their neighborhood is that they're from Atlanta. And mm. most people making music these days are rapping over are rapping over beats that are very similar. They are. And, they, and it comes from Atlanta. Atlanta's the Mecca. I know. mean, it, it, you know, but whatever. But that's you a, know, I, that's I, a deeper convo. But you know, I think, that's a deeper convo, but I mean, I just feel like Joey Badass album, All American Badass, was not represented it wasn't. properly I mean, year. but I think it's an East Coast thing, man. Like, mm-hmm. the East Coast, we're East Coast, technically. Um, so, like, the, the East Coast, when we say something is hot, it, it doesn't reverberate like it used to. Because you know, we're not we the gatekeepers can, anymore. We're not the gatekeepers. Because I mean, if we're you not look the, at, and when I and when I say a, we, DC was never a gatekeeper. I mean, like, I mean, really, let's say New York, like New York. I wouldn't New really York, want to say New York, Boston, whatever that whole northeast I mean, area. And you should know this by by now because like Dave East ain't popping. Like, I mean, he he's he's getting popular. Like people in the industry understand. Like Dave East is nice. And like people in New York and people in like the East Coast, I feel like they understand Davies is nice, mm-hmm. but he's not popping like he should be popping in my opinion. Well, he has songs with Chris Brown, he has songs with like Wiz, Wiz all these guys, Uzi and stuff. Meek, he ain't popping like he should be in my opinion. I think I think his time will come. Just the East Coast. Thing. I think his time will come though. It's yeah. kind of early though. You know, it takes some time. Takes some people, some, some people, some people get on the scene way quicker than others. Others, it takes a little bit longer. But when it comes to Joey Badass. Not sure exactly why his shit didn't hit this year, but if he keeps dropping quality music like this, pop it, bruh. People are gonna get it at some point. I agree. They are gonna get it. All right. Next album, Young Thug, Beautiful Thugger Girls. And you know the funny thing about this album? Mm-hmm. Why the fuck 
before it came out was it planned to be called Easy Breezy <laughs> Beautiful, Beautiful Thugger Girl. It's just weird, right? I mean, but you know, hey, Young Thug, he's a weird ass motherfucker. So I get it, right? Yeah. yeah. But when it comes to this album, I'll tell you like this. It it kind of I, I think I think Beautiful Thugger Girls pushes the envelope. I think I think hip hop wise, it pushes it pushed musically the envelope a little forward where I don't think people are really ready for that type of shit. Like think of songs like um like the intro, you know, where he's uh, I can't remember the name of the actual song, but he also has a song called She Wanna Party, but the first song it it goes from like country music to, to like music, right? to like oh, hip hop and then and back to country, then back to fucking hip. It's like what? I, same thing with Joey Badass, right? Again, I'm not saying that the music is not great because I'm saying it is, but I don't think people are catching on and really uh, giving shit the type of notoriety they probably should. In my opinion, mm-hmm. it's because they probably don't get it. I don't think people get this shit, dog. I really don't. I, I, I Especially think, Beautiful Thugger Girls. I don't think people get that album. Well, you know, I I, think I thought it was amazing album. I think it's a good album, um, but I I kind of disagree with what you're saying there. Mm-hmm. It's not that they don't get it. It's just that they weren't warmed up. It's almost like playing basketball, right? You need that warm-up drill. You need to shoot around a little bit before I start playing a full game, right? The, the problem that I have with Young Thug his career right now is that he doesn't release singles. Like, he doesn't let you warm up. Like, let me throw a single out there before you, like, give us this super big project. You know what I mean? Lil Wayne threw out Lollipop way before Carter 3 came out. So you were prepared for some weird-ass music way earlier before Carter 3 came out. So when Carter 3 actually came out and you hear hearing phone home and stuff, you're like, oh, that's the Wayne we already know. Beautiful Thugger Girls... There was no lead single to the album. And I think an album like that, that's so experimental, needs a lead single to just warm people up. Get people like prepared for what you're about to hear. Because it's, it's out of this world like type music. It takes time to like prepare. It, it, how many, think about it. How many times have you listened to a Young Thug project and said, I'm not sure if I like this or not? Like all I'm not sure. All of like them. it takes time like, for you to be like, wait. Mm. All of them. Actually, as I like, think them. about it, it's actually tight. Yeah, exactly. Every, every single, single one of them, right? Every all single one of them. ever dropped. It, you yes. need that warm up. Like, let me figure it out first. Like for me, for Barter Six, it took me a long time to like actually give that album the appreciation it deserved. And I think that's what you get with Beautiful Thugger Girl. Like you need a warm up. He just didn't do that. But that doesn't mean you should stay away from the album. It just means you have to listen to it a few times. There's no clear-cut single. They're all weird. And, you know, just listen to it a couple of times and it'll make sense. It has to make sense first. Hey, all I and know, there's albums releasing so often. Yeah, I know. You don't even have time to like soak it all in. I think I think that's more so what it is, in my opinion. I really think it's, mm-hmm. there's, there's so much music... And, and, you know, people, I, honestly, people, people fuck with whatever music they want to fuck with when they want to fuck with it. Exactly. So exactly. I'm not knocking people for not really championing that shit, at least the way that I was. That's cool. I thought it was dope, man. I thought it was a great mm-hmm. album. It was great. But, mm-hmm. but hey, if he, I mean, honestly, I'm, if he, if this is the direction Young Thug is going in, mm-hmm. 
Bruh. He might be a great. I hey. He might be in the Hall of Fame. I wouldn't say all that, but yo, people are gonna. Let's put it this way: people are gonna recognize "Beautiful Thugger Girl" when it dropped in 2017. They're gonna note that whenever it is that it clicks for them, they're gonna be like, "Yo, man, I remember." Now that I think about it, I remember in 2017 when he dropped that shit, and I didn't really get it. Oh, now I get it. I, I think it's gonna take time for people to be honest. I, I, I don't like you said. So you make some great points. I think about so. like no single being there. Like yeah. I didn't think about that. But you're take, right. It takes some time to warm up to music. Like that's that. a good point though. I mean that's a good point. But I don't think people understand it. It's not because it's not good. Same thing with Joey Badass. There's a lot of shit people put out, man. The albums people put out. Yeah. They just don't get for whatever reason. It's just not buzz. Maybe it's, it's marketing involved. Maybe it's you know that stuff lacking. I'm it's not sure. So, it's something. There's a formula. I'm not there. sure. There's a formula there that we just can't quite. Put our hands on. So, all right. Next, Rick Ross. Rick and Rose. Rather you than me. What a huge comeback album, man! Most wasn't it? improved player. You think so? Of the year, I think so. Rather you than me was phenomenal. I love that album. Rather you than me had probably the best collection of instrumentals. This oh year. my god! No, point, no, no, no. Period. In the last maybe even three the last years, two or three, three, four years. That joint feels Godfather production. Was yeah, incredible. It feels Godfather esque. His rapping is is he hasn't missed no, a no, beat. No, his rapping is amazing. Too. He hasn't missed a beat rapping. Yeah, okay, I was right. gonna say that. He hasn't like, missed was a like, beat where you going with this? Right. And you know, the number one thing that surprised me was it seemed like every single feature fit that album. Like Dej Loaf on Maybach Music Four or Five, whatever it's called. You think about it, you're like, wait, like what the hell? Why you put Dej Loaf? Maybe like music used to have Jay-Z's of the world and then like the Kanye's of the world, Wayne, Andre 2000. Mm-hmm. Then you actually listen to it, it fits Dez Loaf perfectly. Surprisingly. Yeah. Uh, and you know, you got the song of Meek Mill and Gotti. Like he just, he just really made a full body of work that was just solid. It's funny you say that because even even that song Triple Beam Dreaming where he featured some dude named Skrilla yeah, as part of his group. It fits. That even fits. It fits. Even Chris Rock on the intro oh, fits. Yeah. Now that wasn't the intro, right? That was the song uh, the, the song, one about Birdman. Uh, funny ass uh, intro where he was like uh, he said Idols become rivals. He said what did he say? He said rivals. OJ he said he, what did he say? Uh, he said Anytime a dude says, uh, I swear to uh, God. No, 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 no. He said, uh, <laughs> what did he say, man? Uh, <laughs> he, said, he said, anytime a dude, something along the lines of, anytime a dude says, uh, I know, oh, God. I know what you're talking you know, about. He said, you know, he ain't lying. He said, OJ may have said it. <laughs> he, OJ may have said, I did it. But he didn't say, I swear to God, I did it. Something along the lines. Hey, I know, I know. I'm trying to remember the it words, but yeah, but yeah, it's funny. Hilarious. It's funny stuff, man. But that's a good album, uh, Rick Ross. I actually, to be honest with you, I thought he was finished. I didn't think. I thought he was gonna go the Slim Thug route, where Slim Thug, <laughs> Slim Thug, Slim Thug went from featuring like with Jay Z and Pharrell to <laughs> featuring with. <laughs> it'll be lucky if Slim Thug gets like a Lil Xan feature. On his album. Stop disrespecting that man. <laughs> hey, but you know, I'm looking at it right now. Do you know that? Do you know that Rick Ross's uh, the albums that he released before this one, mm-hmm. Black Market. Do you even remember that? Yeah. I, man. But do you remember any song off that? No. All right. My point. Color Money or whatever. Hood Billionaire. 
That was an awful album. Do you remember how bad that, that was? Like, an awful album. Yeah, so so I I'm with you in the fact that yeah he was probably out. He was done out here. I thought he was done. He was done out here. He revived his career. I mean, and also it's I just thought, his but, sound. But, just... but the thing is, sorry, as looking at his albums uh, before those last two, he had Mastermind, which in my opinion, man, that was a great album. I thought Mastermind was like very good. I don't think people really gave a fuck about it too much, which is cool. But I don't think I think the last album people really messed with when it come to Rick Ross was probably like God forgives I don't. Yeah. Like where people were like checking for him. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? It was like, yeah, oh like, shit, whoa, man! Rick a, Ross coming out movement. with an album. Rick Ross is coming out. It's a movement, right? But but yeah, good, good comeback. Good comeback for Rick Ross for sure, man. Yep. For sure. All right, next album, Big Sean. I decided. Um, it's a great album. I decided I think it's actually one of the low key best albums out. Um, of two thousand seventeen, right? Yeah, two thousand seventeen. Yeah, man. Uh, Big Sean. Obviously, Big Sean can spit, but when you start tapping, when Big Sean starts tapping into his feelings, I think he makes the best music. You know, like all that little bounce back is cool. Bro, but you still, bro, you're still in all my points, by the way. Am I? Yes. Oh, okay. Let me let me just uh, make like, nah, non-points like, right nah, now. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're taking all the good points here. Be like, uh, Big Sean, it was a good album because it was a good album. <laughs> but, um, hey, Big Sean is a good album because he went because he's from Detroit. Right? <laughs> no, it's just throw some random shit out there. But yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's a very good album that you know tapped his heart. He put his heart into it. Um. And the music shows, and just the musicality of it is just seems like a complete album. He has symphonies, he has like R and B singers, like he just has everything you need to make an album complete. In I, my opinion. I think I think Big Sean. One of the reasons why I, why I really like Big Sean is because is because he's so he's so and I and I understand now completely why Kanye was fucking with him. They're the like, same, people. even from they back cut, then. They cut from the same cloth. Yeah, it's like it's like he's very soulful. Like the the reason why he's such a good rapper is not only because of his flow and all this other shit, right? It's because like when he spits, he actually says real shit. He does. He says real shit constantly. He does. That really hits home. It's like damn, yo, that's deep. Like not only was the fucking bar metaphor amazing, yeah, he actually said something that was really that good. It's deep. I think on I decided he he really. You know, not like even the message of the album. Like I decided, yeah, he stood for something that album, which was like, hey man, you know, it, like even I don't know if you remember on the album, he um he was talking about how he was suicidal, talking to his mom, and like he said he was suicidal. Yeah. Like after his grandma died, he basically was like, man, I don't really know what I want to do in this life. Yeah, not sure if I want to go on. That was kind of crazy, man. But hey, it generated some great music from him. Because all of the music on that album, man, was very heartfelt. Very, very inspirational. Very heartfelt, man. It was very. It was a very good album. I think. I think people. People kind of recognize that it was a good album, um, but definitely it's up there, man. When it comes to, I think so. More one, like one, one of, of the, the best album. body of works. Best body of works. Yeah, I think so. I think so too. All right, shit, we agree. Migos, culture. Migo. Skirt, skirt, or hey, whatever the, the sounds they man, make. They got too many ad libs to, to, to even mama. To even that's name. my favorite. Skirt, skirt, mama. Actually, no, no. The, the new one is smash, 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 smash. smash, smash. <laughs> Huncho four, smash, smash. No, no, no. Huncho four, got your bitch on porn, smash, smash. 
But um, I'm gonna let you go first because I. Yeah, you be taking all. You be taking all the. I, it's hard points. to like you know after somebody so good like me can make these points. It's oh, hard yeah. to follow up. Stop making. The, stop taking the generic points that I, that, I, that you're reading off of the board here. Ah. <laughs> uh, no, nah, I'm joking. But nah. So hey, so culture. I say this. Before culture dropped, in was it January? Yeah, I think it was January. Yeah. Before culture dropped, they released the name of the album, which was Culture. And I and I immediately thought to myself, huh? I was gonna make that exact point, dog. You see what I'm saying? Word for you see, word. You see what I'm saying? This is making you see me how you, mad. You see how you see how Are somebody you goes first. Me? You see how somebody <laughs> goes first. They take the good points. That's true. Exactly. So now we know how Freestyle Friday works. <laughs> All right. So yeah, before the album dropped, I I was I, I was confused. Honestly, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Culture. I knew what they were getting at, but I didn't really believe them. Honestly, yep. I didn't believe him. Yep. And then the album dropped, and then I said, whoa, like, okay, they got, you know, Bad and Bougie, which came out before, Smash song, you know? Smash, smash. Smash, smash song. <laughs> hey, and then, like, that album was just full of, it was full of vibes. It was full of vibes that were just like Bad and Bougie, or a little bit, you know, in the same realm, right? Yeah. I even went to a Migos concert. That's how hype I was about Migos when the album dropped in a little shortly after. Yep, yep. One of the craziest concerts I've ever been to in my life. The point I'm making here is, I think I think they were absolutely right when it came to their statement. Changing the culture. They were abs. No, I don't know about changing, but I think they were basically saying, "Yo, we are the vibe of hip hop. Like what we're doing is it is in like this. Everyone is doing what we're doing." I'm not sure if everyone's copying them, but I think they're at the forefront of the me- the type of music they make. They're at the forefront. I think so. Um, so so so. With that being said, I thought this album was 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 instrumental. Like it may not have been the best album, like musically. I would not say, oh man, like every song on there was fucking amazing. No, 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 no. I thought it was a really good album, but I think the the stamp or the stamp of approval, the point that they were trying to make. With the album, that shit takes the album to another level to me. They made it. They made the point. It takes, it takes the album to another level. They made it. Um, what do I got to say about this album? I mean, you know, hip-hop is, is, is interesting. Because, you know, back in the day when, say, like an artist like, you know, let's say like Puff Daddy or something like that, when they were at their hottest it'll take some time before they release their album. I think this is one of the few instances where Migos were on the uprise. Migos were on the, you know, the the, the come up. They were already there, but like, take it to the next level. And the album took it to, took their popularity to a next level. Like, it, it was just like one of the most perfectly timed albums I ever heard in my life. Which, as a result ended up making like every single track on that album feel like a single that they released. I mean, every song felt like a single that they released. And then on top of that, if you weren't hearing them on this album, you're hearing them in some other feature or somebody that sounds just like them. It was just like Amigos Overload. And we were okay with it. This whole year was. Because they were, yeah, this whole year was. But especially at that time, we wanted to hear more. And that's just the perfect timing to release an album where we want to hear more from them, like immediately, as right. soon as possible. So that's what you got with this album, which is why I think 
if this album was released a couple months later, I don't think it would have had the same impact. If it was released a couple months earlier, it wouldn't have had the same impact. It was literally released exactly when it needed to be released, in my opinion. And that's very rare in hip-hop. Well, I mean, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I, I, I kind of agree with that. I, th- I thought they set it up very well. It was set perfect. It up very well. Released. I mean, with the singles that they dropped, T-shirt, you know, Bad and Bougie. Yeah. I mean, what what else? There were songs that leaked, or not leaked, but I guess they Open put out. Like, oh, yeah, exactly. So we understood where they were going with the album, and it all made sense once it dropped, and a couple months after, and even yeah, and even as we reflect on 2017, we understand like what they what they were trying to accomplish then, and even what they've been doing this whole year, man. Exactly. Offset has been on fire. You know, Quavo has been on fire. I wish I could say the same thing about Takeoff. You know, he's part of the group. So Ironically, shit. the one called Takeoff has not <laughs> taken off yet. <laughs> Funny, right? right? Yeah. Although, I think I do think he's going to have his moment at some point. It's just not going to be this year, clearly. Yeah. The year's over. But, yeah, man, the group... Let's get him on some collaboration album somewhere. Yeah, Migos, man. Migos had a great year. Culture was the setup. It was like the layup or the alley-oop. It was rather. like the alley-oop. The yeah, alley-oop for like everything that happened this year. I so, agree. Yeah. I agree. All right, next. Tyler, Tyler the Creator, Flower Boy. Very good album that nobody really cared about, right? Um, exactly. Tyler the Why don't people care about these good albums, man? What is, what is up? Well, I What's mean... What's up with this shit? Tyler the Creator has one of the weirdest fan bases I've ever seen in my life. And I, no, I don't know anyone who... Per- I don't know anyone personally who like who who raves about Tyler the Creator. That's what I'm saying. Like, he, do you know anyone for? Real? I mean, no people rave about Tyler the no, Creator. No, I'm saying, do you know anyone personally? Um, somebody I used to talk to their brother used to love Tyler the Creator. Is he weird? He was a little. Yeah, he's weird. All right. Their little no brother used to talk about Tyler the Creator, and um, oh, so he was a kid. Yeah, like a kid, like 17. Right. The kids love Tyler the Creator, but this album. I mean, even aside from that, like the music on this album is amazing, man. Like he tried to cater to an older crowd. Um, Tyler the Creator uh, he really tapped into his feelings I think there was even a song where he came out as gay or like yeah or oh, oh, there were rumors faked, yeah yeah faked like he came out as gay or whatever and I think it was some whatever. like publicity but I think he, he has so many publicity stunts but um, solid album I don't, I don't have much to say about it to be honest with you me neither I mean I, I thought it was I thought it was really good solid album for some reason well man maybe I guess it's like you said, it came out. I think he's it came a little out. weird, and, and it came, I don't it, think people it, it, really. I don't think Tyler Creator is like this national. He's artist not. yet, and I, he he also the album came out with Meek Mill. Remember, came out at the same time Meek Mill came out. Yeah, and uh, it came out with another that white some white artist. I can't remember the name though. Macklemore? pop artist, no, oh, not oh, rapper. Oh, um, she came, it came out with some girl, and she beat him in the Billboard charts. Interesting. Well, she's, 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 she's wait. You don't know you don't, you don't know who the I person can't remember you're who saying it was. Is? Yeah, I, right. I can't remember. But he congratulated her on Twitter. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, great, really good album that people I think slept on. Maybe need to go check out again. I mean, shit. You guys listen to whoever you listen to. We just here. To, we just here to bring you guys some of the some of the albums that were like really good this year. Yep. So go check that out. Next, Sanfa, process. Now. um... I'm not even sure if most people even know who Sanfa is. Maybe if you heard More Life uh, by Drake this year. Which you have. Which you did. But you may have missed Sanfa. He was on a song called uh, 4422. Where I Drake didn't even it's say a, anything. Like it was like an interlude, damn yeah, it. interlude, yeah. 
But um, that was Sanfa's, I guess, piece to display his talent on the playlist, right? And uh, I thought it, I thought it was good. I mean, it kind of led into that song. I think it was Galchester, Galchester, yeah. Galchester, which I really yeah. love. It, it was like the, it was like the, the, the calm before the storm. Yeah, it, it was tight. I like the I like the transition. It's a good idea. But uh, but anyway, back to Sanfa. I think Sanfa in this project. Oh my god, you want to talk about R and B music at its finest, dog. And, and, and obviously, we live in America, right? And they don't really bump... People in this country don't really bump people from the UK or really outside of the country too much. Unless you count Ed Sheeran. Well, but he... I, you know, I would call him an American artist. Okay. Like, I mean... Yeah, he's, yeah he's from another... Area. He got popular when he got to the US. Exactly. Yeah. Like, so... So, he doesn't count. But Sanfa's UK... You know, eventually, I think he's going to come over. It's similar to what Wizkid is doing. Wizkid... He, you know, he's been known for a while back in, you know, over there in West Africa, even in UK, London and all that. Wizkid has been big for, for years now. He just started making his mark in the US, in the US. this year. And he'll eventually become a US. I, I think so. I think that's like the natural transition, right? I think eventually that'll happen to Sanfo, but that doesn't take away from this album process. I thought it was amazing. If you guys don't know who Sanfo is now, you're going to know pretty soon. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. I have nothing to say about the album. Cool. Move on. Uh, Future dropped a joint, not a joint, it was double like a album. dual disc. Like it was like a double album, right? Yeah. He had like the rap side, and he had the the, the R and B side. Future played Outkast all by himself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Speaker box below, and love below. Spe- yeah, hell yeah. That's funny. <laughs> That's Hendrix. actually kind of true. So, but yeah, so I'm highlighting Hendrix because I thought uh-huh. Hendrix was by far better than Future. Future was actually a terrible album to me oh! and, 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 and obviously the album had mask off which was we'll probably talk about a little later on but like the album as a whole was like decent it wasn't even it's not even worth noting no one gives a fuck about the album future at all okay in my opinion i don't hear anybody talking about it i think the album hendrix was very respected i thought future displayed his his actual talents which is melodies and, 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 you know, you know, talking about how many girls he's smashing and all that shit. He does that very well, man. And he did it on, he did it on Hendrix. Interesting. Hendrix. Um, I agree with you. Hendrix really showed off, uh, future, future's R&B side. Because I felt like his R&B side kind of went away, um, when he dropped, uh, Purple Rain. Not Purple Rain. Uh, Purple DS2. When right. dropped DS2, yeah, there, were no R&B there was no R and B tracks on there. Yeah, and I think the success of DS2 made him like just kind of cater to that same crowd mm-hmm. moving forward. But like, I actually really love Future on "Turn Off the Lights." So exactly, this is Which the future that you got. That's the future that yeah. is really that good. was the one that people forgot about. And you are right; his melodies are really good. He's actually done a lot of writing for people this year. Exactly. Um, so on Hendrix. Um, I I I thought it was okay. I thought it was good. It was a good project to just listen to in the background. But to me, it just it came across more of a as a insert artist type project where it could have literally been made by anybody, and I think you would have got the same. You would have gotten the same reaction from me. It could have been made by your guy Sanfa, and it would have been the same reaction to me. You could have just replaced the voices and. It would be the same exact album. 
So it, it just came across as a very generic album to me. But maybe that's just me. Came across as generic. It didn't really, nothing stood out to me. It was just a good album. Like the definition of just a good album. I don't think so, man. Nothing I, special. I thought, I mean, you know, I thought it was really good, man. And, you know, the, the, the good thing about Future is, you know, he's shown for a few years now that he can, that he can produce really good songs. Yeah. So whether it's like a rap song or whether it's a song with a melody, we know he's going to be around, at least we hope. Because, I mean, as, as many drugs as he takes, shit, it doesn't really matter because the music is undeniable. We know we know what Future can bring to the table. We know, like, the bar that he set. I'm just hoping, like, every song that he comes out with that's a smash from now on is, is, is Hendrix-like, to be honest. I like the Hendrix Future over the Future Future, if future, that makes sense. Future. Yes, that makes perfect sense. <laughs> like it's I just, stu- it's I, stupid, it's but it stupid. makes sense. Hey, listen, I like that guy. Like it's just, it just makes more I sense. I think a for lot him. of people like that guy. It just makes way more sense. But I, I just felt it was generic. That's just me. Right. I mean, there's everybody sings and rap now, so it's like there was just nothing special to me about it. Hey, all right. I prefer Trippy Red singing. But anyway, hey, you're stupid. <laughs> it's clearly sarcasm. But no, that was you being dead ass. Yeah, right. It's like that. Uh, Division. Yep. Division dropped a uh, Morning After. project called Morning That's the best R&B album. Forget Sampha. That's the best R&B album. You never heard Process. I don't care. You sound ignorant <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Sampha. He's ignorant. Divi- Division. <laughs> Morning After. R&B After R&B. Like, even if you don't like R&B, it's going to shove R&B down your throat because it's R&B, R&B, and R&B. So much R&B. Why do you keep saying R&B? Why do you keep saying R&B? Did you shut up? It's, it's, it was R&B like R&B. Hey, man, what else do you have to say other than R&B? Uh, How about that? It was rhythm and blues. All right. So, uh, since you don't know how to speak anymore, how about I, you, how about I say why I like that? So, Morning After, I thought was a... Was a really good album because of the fact that, you know, don't that sound like a porno? Like, <laughs> okay, no, you just interrupted me to say that. Division <laughs> 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 morning after, bro. You 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 are wild. I don't know what the hell. It, you're it just reminds about. me, uh, maybe because what the, kind of porn do you watch, bro? The, <laughs> what the maybe fuck? the front page of the album looked like a porno, and then you add morno morning after. You had morno. <laughs> <laughs> Morno. Hey, hey DiGiorno, <laughs> that's, that's what it reminded me of. Morno, that's a good idea, actually. I should put that in the dictionary. Like, But somebody watches porn in the morning. Morning porno. Morno. That's a talent. Hey, you watch morning? <laughs> hey, watching morno. porn in the morning is a talent, dog. Uh, all right. So, <laughs> so hey, div- hey, so this is why I like this album. I like this album because... Every one of their songs actually has some sort of like meaning of like feeling or, or meaning or something, right? It's yeah. it's like, you know, like a lot of the music that we get from, you know, these guys like let's say Future or these other guys who 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 claim to do R&B music, not like fully, but like mm-hmm. guys who who dabble in it, right? At least feel like they can understand it. Yeah, yeah, like even even I throw Todd Dallas out in that, you know. It's very surface level um R&B. It's very surface level R&B like topics, right? The thing about division is they're like hardcore with it, like yep, yep. 
their their music is so in detail. Like they like for example, he has the song called Conversations in the Diner. I love that song. Bro, like what? Like just the, just the, the just the concept. Just the concept of the song. You like can you actually don't, hear the plates like Exactly. And all that stuff you in the background. You don't hear you stuff like that, man. I agree. You don't hear it that often. So just the mere fact that they're able to really dive into the music, the production is amazing, the dude's voice is amazing, you know, the, the subject matter is is very detailed and, and it brings out a lot for the music. I think it deserves to be highlighted, man. And they just make great music. Man, this is like their second album, you know, in the last, like, what, two years, I believe? Yeah, two years. And I don't think I've heard a bad... Division anything, yeah. whether it's feature, whether it's their own song, it doesn't matter. Like they just put out good material. They do, and then they put out good material, and they go home and like don't they hide in a closet or something because you don't hear anything about their social life or anything like that. They just literally like it's a nine to five to them. Like are they even people? Like they have help desk. Are, yeah. are they even people? They, like, exactly. I, I'm starting to think they're robots. I don't even think they're people. Just like Major Jordan. I don't think Major Jordan people either. Well, who do you think they are? I, I think they're GPSs. <laughs> walking, no, they're, talking GPSs. They're, they're walking Garmin. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, hey, it's funny you say that because, like, aren't they a part of OVO too? They are. They OVO home hey, of hey, the GPSs. Hey, I used to think. I used to think. Uh, what's the dude who who, who sang the song Tuesday? Oh, I love McConey. I used to think he was a robot. He ain't no robot. No, I said I used to think. Like, remember but how? Still, like he didn't sound like a robot. No, not how he sounded. Just he like sounded every, fat, every but time he didn't I sound like every a robot. time I saw him, uh-huh. he just looked like he couldn't move. Yeah, he looked like a robot without like any Sean battery. Kingston? I mean, <laughs> like the battery was on low, <laughs> and then like like you know how to just power it down. Like <laughs> maybe it was moving so slow because he's fat. You know, I don't a, know. Here we go. Is that the reason? No, no. Low, you low. know who said he was fat no, just that two, was two seconds ago? That was not me. Oh, who was that? That was the robot. Oh, okay. <laughs> what, the fat robot? It said it and it ran. Was it the fat robot? It just ran. You just saw it. You just closed the door. Bro, you're crazy, man. You seeing shit. Ty Dollar Sign what is else? next. Oh, hell yeah. Let's Ty Dollar Sign. Beach House 3. Beach House 3. I thought... You, you touched on it. It was a really slept on album. I think it should have got more credit. Mm-hmm. Um, hit after hit. Right. Also, I and he actually has some really good R and B music on there. Um, very, very. It's just a hot album in my or mixtape, whatever the hell it is. Album, mixtape, playlist, uh, uh, obituary. I don't, I don't know what they call it these days. But very hot. Ty Dolla Sign knows how to make hits. I actually think he literally goes in the studio and says, how can I make a hit? Not make a good song. Make a hit. Make people want to like jump up and down and like prance around. Like I think that's what you get with Beast House 3. A whole bunch of hits. But it didn't get the recognition that it deserved. For whatever reason. I don't, I don't understand. You guys need to go back and listen to that shit because it, it's full of hits. Full of them. I agree. I mean, hey, to me, I've been saying this all year. Ty Dolla Sign has been on fire in 2017, even before he dropped his album. He was on everybody's song, at least all the hot ones. And, uh, you know, I kind of saw, like, this album setting up to be really good. But for whatever reason, again, you know, people, people, don't, people don't really like it, man. Or, I don't know if people don't like it or they just, maybe it's just... They take it for the, granted. Doesn't get the, the, the media attention. I'm not sure which one it is. They take them for granted. I'm not sure, man. 
But it's unfortunate. This album was really good. Y'all should check that out, man. At least if you like good music. Yep. If you like fun music. Fun, good music, man. Like, it's shit you hear in a party. Exactly. All right, next album. Big Crit. Forever is a mighty long way. I, I think I'll, I'll touch on this a little bit. Big Crit. Hey, the funny... Wait, what? Big Crit. That's how you pronounce his name, right? right. He's from Alabama. No one, Al- no one. Hey, they don't even say Alabama there. They say Alabama. 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 I'm about to go watch that Mississippi and Alabama game. Uh, Mississippi. <laughs> Mississippi. Alabama. <laughs> down there, no. Yeah. No, but um, this is another album that, again, no one's really going to talk about, but I think it deserves to be highlighted as one of the top uh, hip hop, you know, albums of the year, man. Like double disc album. It I don't even know why they do double disc anymore. I don't like, either. I mean, that, the first off, the term doesn't even like make a sense. Double page on Spotify now. What do they call? <laughs> hey, Chris Brown should know what it's called, man, because he dropped forty five songs. That wasn't a double album, by Chris what was Brown. it? That was a triple album. That was a <laughs> <laughs> the first triple album in the history that was, of albums. That was literally Chris Brown sharing his iTunes library. <laughs> but um, no, hey, so so Big Crit. I thought that um, I thought that. You know, before this project from Big Crit, I don't think he really, really um, connected very well yeah. with with like people. I've, I've what are you calling him antisocial? Well, <laughs> no, I'm talking about his music. His music was antisocial. Oh, okay, gotcha. His music, gotcha. musically, he doesn't really connect well with people. And, uh, <laughs> he doesn't get along. And... Nah, musically, his 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 uh, yeah, it was antisocial. People thought it was okay. They were like, "Oh, it's cool, it's big crit." But uh, yeah, what's next? He's a little more animated on this one. Yeah, he no, he he definitely. I would say he's a very underrated rapper. You know, very underrated when it comes to melodies, production. He really does everything, man. And and you know, another one we're gonna talk about right after this is another guy who slept on, but they're putting out good music. But I think, I think, I think, I think Big Crit's problem is he. I think sometimes he just tries too hard, like. Yeah, he's a good rapper. Yeah, he makes good music, but like sometimes I feel like he's forcing messages. He's kind of forcing like his flow. Like he's, it's like it doesn't come as free as these other rappers. You know what I mean? And that's fine. That's fine. But I I feel it's a little forced. I, and I think with this album, he relaxed a little bit more, but still, people still didn't care. So yeah, for whatever reason, they don't, they don't care. I think but, they gave up on him. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but whatever. He put out a good, a really good album that needs to be highlighted. Y'all should go check that out, man. And no, I'm not getting any fucking royalties from this shit. I wish I was, though. Um, next album, Saha the Prince. No dope on Sundays. I'm not, t- not even on Sunday? <laughs> I, look. Dope is the prime Sunday is the prime day for dope. Nah, man, you gotta go. That's the that's the day for the Lord. You, uh, you that's do, the day for the Lord. After the Lord, you know, there's the dope that you do, and then you watch uh, America's Funniest Home Video. Who is not funny bro, this anymore? Is not the 90s. Unless there's this is dope. not the nineties. They don't they don't do that anymore. <laughs> no, what America's well, Funniest? I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. But they added Carlton to the, the damn. He's the host now. No wonder people stop watching. <laughs> Carlton, hey man, America's funniest whole video. It's like just watch YouTube. Anyway, what? Hey, what does that have to do with the album? Uh, Sunday. Anyway, no, no dope ones. Let me let me start. You this. ain't got no. Do you have anything to say? <laughs> do you have anything productive to say? Productive, maybe not. Okay, all right. Good, yes. All right. Uh, Zion the Prince. 
from the moment you press play, that dude comes out swinging on this album. Like, he is trying to get you. And I know I, I just said Big Crit tries too hard. I mean, I think that's why people don't like him. That's just my assumption. But, like, Psy High the Prince is the definition of trying, but, like, in a way that reminds you of those, the way pe- the rappers used to come up back in the day. It reminds me of just that rapper that used to, you know, sell albums out of their trunk of their car type dude. And that's the vibe that you get on every single song. There's passion, there's soul, there's there's uh, Kanye, you know. It's everything you would want from a rap album if you were a fan. Yeah, it has it has all the elements. That's for sure. The music, his rap is the music. God, his rap performance on there is probably the best this year. I'm telling you, it's man, the best this year. It's, Look, it's his bars, bruh, his punchlines, the, punch me- lines, the oh, metaphors, man. the stuff that he says. Like, best I've where seen does he year. come up with these creative, ma- this creative material? It's it's actually amazing. And then it's like okay, Actually, one person beat him. Who? Only one person. No, beat no one beat him. Only one person beat him. In what category? What in we rap. <laughs> Only one person beat him, in Ooh. my opinion. And that was Rihanna on Lemon. <laughs> that was the best rap verse I heard in about 17 years. Rihanna on Lemon beat that man. Are you call- Are you kidding me? It's Rihanna, nigga. <laughs> Whoa! After she said that, I was like, dog. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead and put on Mount Rushmore for rap. And the next album. And the very last one of the uh, top agree. of the top projects of uh, 2017 when it comes to hip hop music is 21 Savage. It's Rihanna, nigga. Offset okay. and Metro Boomin. Wait, without warning, nigga. Great, you start that. Hey, this, this is your album. Yeah, you no, I, don't, I so, think it's okay. Yo, I'm gonna tell. Hey, real talk. First off, it's it. Again, like we talked about how Migos had a really good year. I think Offset and Quavo primarily are the guys who led that shit, right? Yeah. Offset was on everything. Yeah. Quavo was damn near on everything. Yeah. 21 Savage also had a really good year. Metro Boomin also had a really good year. I thought the beats on this album was the best Metro Boomin production beats I've ever heard before. Other than Gucci Mane. Nope. Other I think this is, this is the ones. This is the one. Drop like top wop. Dog. The production was epic on this joint. Not only that, but the rapping. So, for I some mean, reason, for some reason, I've never. First off, I've never held Twenty One Savage in, in a in a like in in a, in, a, in a regard where I called him like the best or anything, right? And I still don't. Yeah. But I thought that him and Offset are really good together. And then you couple that with the fact that Metro Boomin is over here producing, like. In my opinion, the best that he's ever produced in his career. Yes. On this project, the music was amazing. I'm not even going to front. I did not expect this shit to be that good. But I thought it was really good. I thought it was okay. Um, Bro, what? Ghostface Killers? I thought it was okay. Are you kidding me? I thought it was okay. Um, like, Ghostface Killers is a great-ass song. It's, I thought it was okay. Uh, like, <laughs> it, it fit... I mean, you have to remember, it, it, it came out in Halloween, so it fit that yep. whole... Halloween ghoulish feel. Okay. Um, you know, Offset was okay on it. Uh, but, you know, my biggest takeaway, maybe in 2017, one of my biggest takeaways in rap is that 21 Savage became that go-to guy when it came to verses. And he just appeals. He reminds me of vintage Iggy Azalea when he's, he gets on mics. Like, 
Remember, what? hey, I'll explain. Remember, <laughs> remember Iggy Azalea on that joint with T.I.? Uh, yes, I know exactly. Uh, what is it called again? Uh, no something? No Mediocre. No Mediocre? I actually, I, maybe I should have probably been shamed of myself. I was probably very, I was probably in a very sad place. But I found myself anticipating Iggy Azalea on that song. Jeez. Heavy. And it's just, it's just that... On, on the real, it's just that. That's what I'm talking about. That anticipation for a 21 Savage verse. Like, knowing that he's on a song and waiting for him to show up. And that's that's what you get on this album. You get a lot of anticipated verses from 21 Savage. And he actually delivers. And Metro Boomin knows how to work with 20. They work well together. And, uh, you know, they didn't miss a beat. I mean... Metro Boomin had ghoulish records and 21 Savage delivered ghoulish. Now, when Metro Boomin gives ghoulish records to Nath, I don't know what the hell he's thinking. You should be giving ghoulish records to 21 Savage. First off, I'm going to need you to stop saying ghoulish. That sounds dumb. Okay, not ghoulish. Uh, How no, about... Uh, no one knows what the terra- hell that means as, terrifying. It, as, it, as it relates to fucking music. How about terrifying? How about Six Flags Presents Halloween Night type <laughs> like music? Halloween Night... <laughs> Now, hey, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yes, it was. It came out around Halloween. I don't. I don't think it dropped on Halloween. Maybe it did. I, I think know. it did drop on Halloween. I'm not sure. Same thing with the Halloween was on a Tuesday or Monday or something. Like that. Uh, yeah, it was on a Monday. So it came out then. Yeah, it came out Halloween, just like Chris Brown. Okay. Yeah. Actually, yeah. you know what? Maybe Friday. I have no clue. Actually. Yeah, I don't remember. I can't remember. My but but yeah, you're right. It had that Halloween feel, right? It was very like dark and 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 and, and very and just say it, ghoulish. No, nah, I'm not. We're using that word. That sounds dumb. Ghostly. Uh, it was dark. Dark. There you go. That's a dark. Like I, I suppose that's a better word. It, it, so that's. I suppose it's a better word, but, Alfred. But honestly, man, I thought this album was really good. I thought both Twenty One Savage and Offset delivered on damn near every track, and Metro Boomin damn sure delivered on the whole album. I thought this was a very slept on, unanticipated project that happened to be really good. So that's why I and think it was. I, that's why I think it was like I think it was a top project. And believe it or not, I think the reason why it was kind of looked over is because the album artwork looks pretty bad. Like, it's like a dog. I thought the album artwork was good. I thought it was good. It looked like a blurry dog. Like, just... It it gave me that ghoulish feel, man. You of all people should know exactly what... I know what ghoulish. Doesn't that dog look like very very ghoulish? It did look ghoulish. All right, then. So you should should understand. It looked ghostly, ghoulish, and, and, and everything in between that. Well, that concludes the uh, top albums. I'm sure we missed a few... Hey, you guys can sue what? us. What? You guys can sue us if we We're miss something. We're really done with the album? All right, so let's move Let's move along. Let's go quicker, man. I think, you know, the people are getting restless, you know. We got to give them what they want, what they need. So the worst projects of 2017. It's only right that we start off with your boy Lil Yachty. Now, he's, a, he's an interesting guy because I think he's pretty successful, right? Mm-hmm. But you know, success doesn't always equate good. Equate to good, right? It equates to it equates to popularity, right? We get it. He's on shit that people fuck with, I guess. But when it comes to music that is good overall, I think it's trash. Like his album "Teenage Emotions" was bad. It wasn't a good album. It wasn't the best. It album. was bad. But you know, one thing I realized about Lil Yachty though, mm-hmm. as I threw him on this list, I said, you know what? He has a big audience. Yeah. There is a such thing as... Big audience or no, 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 he, a lot of people? Because big, you would think 
Big can also mean like mm-hmm. older people, but nah, it's not older people. He, I don't know, whatever. That's semantics. He, a lot of people fuck with him, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know the age. I don't know the demographic. I'm just saying a lot of people mess with Lil Yachty. The thing I realized when I threw him on this list was that there is a such thing as music not being for you. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't get his fucking music. I don't get it. I think it's trash, personally. But the fact that the man has, has an audience... And I think that should tell you that yo okay. And I think I don't get it. And I think but somebody that's does. What, that's what drives him, man. Like what drives him is that, in my opinion. Like just the whole idea that somebody understands us, kids, and um, doesn't make for the best music. But it's like it's almost like guilt. It's like he makes you feel guilty for not liking his his stuff, right? Like peekaboo, peekaboo, peekaboo. It's like. In a sense, I want to say that so sounds so stupid, but it's like he almost makes you feel like you're just you're just too old to understand it. But I think good music is good music, and with this album, it's not the best music. Point blank, period. Experimenting, he, you know what it is. What a lot of people will refuse to say about it is that little Yachty, he's just over his head talent wise, like. He has some good ideas on the album. Like, there's some songs on there where it's like, man, like, if there was actually a good singer on it, it would be a good song. He's just over his head talent-wise. And it, it, it just, it's, it's unfortunate. But at a certain point, you know, we have to flag for trolling. Yeah, I mean, it just, it just wasn't good. I mean, he did not execute. Like you said, features could have been better. Even him, his performances were fucking lackluster. Like, that shit was just bad. Like he, it's almost like he he's not creative enough, right? To to really to really come up with the type of album that he was going after with che- with teenage emotions, he's not creative enough as an artist to execute on that. Mm-hmm. He's just not. You, like it wasn't just a a, a hip hop album. Like there was there were sounds in there that were kind of like left field a little bit. Mm-hmm. It was like all right, he's chasing towards pop on this record, or you know, like you know, like a more top forty radio-friendly type record, right? That's not hip-hop. Mm-hmm. And then the other one, he's a, he has like, he's on he's on a reggae beat. And then the other one, he's like on a, on like a, a ballad where it could be like a singer on it, on, on the song. I, just, I didn't really understand where he was going with it, especially because he's not, he doesn't appear to be a, at least he hasn't shown himself to be a diverse artist. So mm-hmm. I don't really understand why he even attacked this type of music. Mm-hmm. But whatever. Overall, I don't think the album was that good. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is why it makes the worst projects of 2017. And understandably. Exactly. Next, Lil Pump. Lil Pump, Lil Pump. Lil Pump. Now, I know everyone knows the song Gucci Gang at this point, right? Gucci I, Gang, Gucci I think, Gang. And I'm not going to lie, like the first time I heard Gucci Gang, I think I think I heard it when... It's hot. When the album came out, I don't remember when, but when it came out, I remember vividly adding that song to my playlist and and questioning whether or not I even knew music because I added it to my play. But I was like, man, this shit is kind of undeniable, man. I I can't help but like this song. Fast forward to the end of 2017, we realized that this album, Lil Pump, that he dropped, I don't know whether it was an album, mixtape, whatever. Bottom line, it was a project, it was a body of work. We realized that it was was some shit, really. Uh, You know, the project was some shit. It had Gucci Gang... And really, that's it. That's the only song that was like worth noting. Mm-hmm. And again, same thing with Lil Yachty. 
demographic wise, that's probably not my lane. So maybe I don't get it. Lil Pump does have an audience, but that's the safe answer. The music is trash, mm-hmm. straight up. Hmm. Um, it's it's bad. It's not good. You know, what a lot now, of people don't know. Sorry, is Lil now, Pump. now some people know Smoke Perp. Sorry, not to cut you off. Some people know Smoke Perp, which is a, a variation of Lil Pump. <laughs> now nah, they really are like hand in hand. Like they make the same, same type same of music. Person. They they have the same ad libs. And, they and they're friends. Skin. And they're friends. They're friends. Yeah. Smoke Perp is like the better version of Lil Pump. I think so. Because Smoke Perp can be lyrical. Um, I, okay, and by lyrical, I mean like he can. Yeah, thank you. I, was, I, 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 I wanted to clarify. He can at Lucky least I was mid try to I was be mid gulp. Like, wait, I'm <laughs> waiting for this clarification. He can at least try to be lyrical. Lil Pump, very bad album. Um, he's 16, 17 years old. You know, he talks about stuff that's probably way over his head. Uh, at this age, and um, I don't even think he cares to. He cares to get the music part right. I don't think he even cares about it. I mean, and and and, and once again, he's 16, 17 years old. I don't think he needs to care about it right now. He's just literally just bringing out music that says that that just gives a description of what he likes to do. And unfortunately, like the majority of the stuff that he likes to do is. Reckless stuff that uh, will get you in juvenile detention by tomorrow. So it's it, it, I don't know what else to say. It's it's bad, but at the same time, he's 16, 17 years old, man. Like he's he's just one of these kids that just are irrational at this age, you know. It's still it's even still, though Brandy and Monica came out at fourteen, thirteen, talking about <laughs> don't take it personal and well, and they uh, were ahead of their time. You know what I mean? Like they, they were ahead of their time. Older, when it came to the, the material that they were putting out. I don't yeah. even think this dude has a mentor in any type of way. I don't even think this dude. He goes into the studio. Bruh. I don't think anybody gives him any type of musical advice. He I just feel, goes in there. I feel like his mentor got to be Juicy J. Juicy J. Yeah, right. Juicy there's J. No other there's no reason to be living the type of lifestyle. There's, hu- guys there's no way humanly possible Juicy <laughs> J can fit the description of a mentor. <laughs> That's my it's point. Not humanly That's possible. That's my point. So in other words, he's he's being led by no one. He's, there you go. Exactly. Hey, regardless of whatever it is we come up with, I personally believe this album deserves to be on the worst projects list. Not Gucci Gang specifically. All time? No, no, no. <laughs> no, of 2017. <laughs> it, it was pretty bad. It really it was. was. Bad. And no one really talked about it too much because it was bad. But it needs to be on there. Um, I agree wholeheartedly. Next, next project. Made in Tyo. Made in Tokyo. Made in. Made it's in Tokyo, Tokyo, man. Hey, careful for, for, for once and for all. Man, be careful. Huh? Tokyo, made in Tokyo. Yeah, what about? Careful. Maybe might change his name to Made in North Korea. I told you that in episode ten. Made in North Korea. You don't want to mess with Made in North Korea. What What would be the What would be the the benefit of him doing that? Made in North Korea. Yes. And first of all, how would you even spell that? Made in NKO. <laughs> Made in it NKO. works. Made in NKO. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It does work. It does not work. It does not work. But uh, so, what do you think about this? Did you hear this? I didn't actually. All right, so I'm talking about it. I just you didn't hear it. know that it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, that's funny you say that because uh, it was bad. It was only like six or seven songs, but like, wh- how? He's like, why? Why? 
Again, I listen, man. I'm. A, it's funny because the last three people we talked about are like youngins, yeah. right? Maybe I'm just not like familiar with like the new wave of, of music that's coming out, right? How they don't really value lyrics. They don't really value that's song structure. They don't. They're, they're, like the stuff that they do is not the same shit that I appreciate, right? And that's not to say that I don't appreciate some of the type of music that they make because I do. I love, like I said, I love Gucci Gang. I even love some some uh, main main Tokyo song. I like a little Yachty. I like a couple of little Yachty songs. So it's not it, to me. I know people are gonna be like, man, you probably just don't like these niggas, or you just don't understand them. And yeah, I probably don't. But it's not because of the. It's not because of them. It's it's just the type of music they're making. Yeah. Because I do appreciate some of the music that they make. I'm automatically listen. I'm automatically qualified if I like some of their music already. I can speak on it. I can speak on not liking it. So, yeah. But this album, man, it was lazy. It was pointless. I just don't understand what people see in him. You know, he's just another generic rapper. Just a generic. He doesn't rapper. do anything other than ad lib and say skirt skirt. I mean, that's you know, it. You know what Made in Tyo reminds me of? Made in Tyo reminds me of the black dude that would. Like, you know, make those cameo appearances on, like, white people shows. And, like, you know, just the... the oh, Kent, your hip-hop neighbor comes by and, like, you know, everybody starts laughing. He comes in there. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he comes in there with his little hip-hop gear and his hip-hop lingo and says the most generic, most, you know, whatever relevant words at the time. He says it and then goes away. Like, he's not relevant to the storyline. He's just a, a black kid that just comes in there and... Representing hip hop, like to me, it's just a very generic rapper that maybe, perhaps, and this is saying a lot, perhaps the most useless rapper I've heard in my life. He might be, perhaps the most useless. He stands for nothing. But even if you're going to stand for mayhem, like Twenty One Savage stands for guns and violence. violence. He at least stands for something. Ben and T.Y.O. actually doesn't stand for nothing. What does he do? Nothing. What does he do? He's just a dude that just pops out of. He's he's like Jiminy the Cricket of hip hop. Just pops out there and just says just random stuff and thinks everything's okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's not good enough, man. You know, you gotta listen. If you're gonna be bad, right? At least pick a pick a lane to be bad in, right? But at least I know you stand for something. Stand for something. At least I know you stand for. I don't know what he does. I don't know what he stands for. I can't even appreciate him. He doesn't even. His name has Tokyo in there. Made in Tokyo, and has nothing to do with Tokyo. He's, it's just, what do you mean? T-O. I, T-Y-O. I mean... T-O. Toronto? Tokyo. Made in to- Toronto. I'm saying, but he doesn't talk about it. He doesn't... Yeah, he does. He does. I mean, okay. Listen, I... I know enough about There's a difference between the talking about to, something... To hear and, the story. There's a difference between talking about something and mentioning something. Yeah. He'll mention Tokyo, uh-huh. but he he's talk nothing about Tokyo. <laughs> You're saying you need you need him to go into detail. Go into detail. That's his name. Talk about like some yeah. talk about the trap houses in Tokyo or something. Well, like, it's not something. that. There's nothing but ramen there. But uh, no, I'm joking. Was racist. I'm joking. That's that a joke, down. guys. They, they, Calm down. There's no joke. Guys. That's not Calm racist. down. No, hey, but seriously though, this album was we focus useless. a lot of time. We focus more time on, on this album no. than Kendrick. No, that's not true. You talked about teenage emotions a long time. Yeah, yeah you did. Actually, we will did. But, uh, alright, let's move on. Eminem, Revival. Oh, God. What stop the Stop the presses. Because you, Eminem is on the same list with Made in T.Y.O., Lil Pump, Lil Yachty. 
That's a fact. My God. Hey man, we speak truth around here. It was here, bad man. though. We speak truth around here, man. It the was, album was the it album was, sadly, was not good. It was sadly bad. It was one of those albums that it was sad. And you know, sad and you know the the sad, I would say for me the saddest part about this album, right, was the fact that he's out of touch. Eminem has been this god, right, in rap for to so y'all, long. Not me. No, no, no. I, I'm talk, I'm speaking generally, right. Mm-hmm. Personally, I've never considered it. I've never spoke of Eminem so highly, you know, like most people do. And it's not because he's not good. It's just because I don't personally don't really like him as much as other people do. I don't right? think he makes great music. Well, I mean, whatever. Yeah, I don't either. But I'm just saying, like, the, the point is people like him enough mm-hmm. to mention him when it comes to the top guys. Mm-hmm. The fact that he, he he's even mentioned and people don't say what the hell are you talking about means that he belongs in that conversation. Right, in my opinion, that's how I feel. But so it was disappointing for him to come out with this album revival, where all he really did was, to me, tarnish his legacy. Wow, I really think. And when I say tar- tarnish legacy, I don't mean like you know uh, can't be fixed. I don't. No, I don't mean it can't be fixed. I don't mean like you know uh, his 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 image is fucked up or anything like that. I'm just saying like musically, it didn't help musically. Mm-hmm. He, if anything, the mute, like the shit he put out on revival was like a detriment yeah. to his legacy, it's, it's, as it's opposed a, to it doing nothing doing or helping. Something. Helping, yeah. Like, I, I just don't see the angle. Like, and on, and on top of that, like you know, he, you know, he he made news with the whole you know freestyle he doing the BET Trump, awards yeah. and, and he all raps that like stuff. that on quite a bit of the songs. On yeah, there. he does, especially the Walk on Water, which he fucked He's up, literally. wasted a Beyonce. Yeah, hey, I like him on there. He wasted it. Well, that you know, which what? we talked about in the last episode, but. This album was just so generic and so it was very generic. So forced. Like everything he did was so forced. Mm-hmm. It was forced. We don't believe you, my nigga. Yeah, yeah. We don't believe even if you do stand for everything that you said on this album. Cool. I, hey, more power to you, but the but the fact is, I don't believe that he he really convinced people that number one he believes in what he believes in cuz I, I don't this think is, this is listen. This is the th- second Colin Kaepernick album of the year. And four 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 was the first. We can have a category: Colin Kaepernick. Colin, album of the year. <laughs> Colin Ka- Hey, can Made in Tokyo make this list? If made in, of course not. <laughs> made in Tokyo is <laughs> the first <laughs> James Harrison album of the year. <laughs> hey. But let's get let's get let's get let's actually get. I like what you said. Uh-huh. About Eminem, and I agree with everything that you said about Eminem. But can we get down to the nitty gritty with Eminem, right? What's the nitty gritty? The nitty gritty. So Eminem started off as this guy that was violent. He went against gays, you know, and you know he was just brash. That's not the same dude that you get on this album. It's like a complete flip. It's almost like the dudes that Eminem or the people that Eminem was fighting on his first two albums, he became them. He became the other side on this album that is reasonable, the other side that is gentle. You know, he has like four or five songs with like R&B singers that just like soulful performances. Like Kalani, Alicia Keys. Forgettable. Alicia Keys was a hard... I think that that performance by Alicia Keys was so meld in. It was so meld in that... (laughs) <laughs> you had to put a stamp on her 
Like, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> like hey, hey, that was a good one. Hey, that, that was a good one. That was bad. But it didn't make it sense. It was bad. It was good, but it didn't make sense. It was bad, but it was so. I'm melody. glad that you can admit but that. But <laughs> Eminem is just not the same dude. It's like while Eminem became a better person, his music got worse. So I'm glad that he became a better person, but his music got worse. His music got compromised. He's never going to be the same. I actually knew this was going to happen. I knew it was going to be an album that. Well, he said sound. No, I knew. I knew. And we don't believe. Did you hear that horrible music? Like you hear that horrible song? Uh, the, the second single after Untouchable. That shit was god awful. It was awful. so bad. God awful. I knew it was going to be bad. And then, and, and then, if, you know, you know one thing. I, I looked at the track list. Dog. Did you see the, the track, track list? Was horrible. It was like Ed Sheeran, Kalani, uh, Alicia pressure, Keys, Beyonce. Fresher? Why is Fresher on your album? You you might as well throw uh, Charlie Pute. Charlie Pute. Charlie Pute? Putin. Pute? Whatever his name is. Hey, he's good. <laughs> Vladimir Putin. Charlie Pute is Put good. Put all in there. Put all the Putes. He had an amazing song no, on, I love on Charlie Fast and the Furious I love Charlie Pute. I'm just joking. I love Charlie Pute. How long and uh, attention is my joints. But it, it's just a track. I hated it. It was everything Eminem did not stand for. But the sad part, the saddest part about Eminem is the fact that, yeah, like everything you said was correct. And I guess everything I said was correct too, right? In the beginning. But to compound on that, did we ever see this coming? I saw it. No, no, no. Not, sorry. Let me rephrase that. Before Walk on Water, before the BET Freestyle, before uh, Untouchable, did you ever think Eminem was going to be a guy who was going to stand for people and politicalness? Because, like you said, that's been the complete opposite of what he's stood for he's his lost. whole career. He's lost. What the hell is he doing? He's lost. He stopped taking drugs. I thought, hey, honestly, I thought his whole attack of, of Donald Trump was so, like, fucking poorly strategized. Because if you think about it, Looking back now, he's on BET. I remember telling dog. I remember telling people that after that whole BET freestyle, I remember telling people Donald Trump's not gonna respond, and the reason he's not Why gonna respond, you? Well, because he responds to everybody and he True. he attacks everybody. But I knew for a fact he wasn't gonna respond because when somebody just goes at him recklessly and he's white, mm-hmm. what could you possibly say about Eminem? Like my whole thing is don't even. Attack he taught you on Eight Mile, like. He was going on himself. He said, exactly. "I am white. I am a freaking bum." Exactly. So, so, so when you when somebody like that has already played their hand as Donald Trump, you're smart for not even touching him. Like, don't even, don't even talk about him. Just act like the shit didn't even happen. Which is exactly what he did. I think Donald Trump was scared. That's just no, my opinion. I think, I think, I think, I think strategically, he's scared of people. There's no, I think, I think that was a losing battle. If he would have said anything, it's losing. You're losing. The only way he won that is because he didn't say shit. Listen, grown white That's people, it. older white people are scared of Donald Trump. Older white people are scared of Eminem. Like the older generation of white people are very scared. They say, oh my God, Eminem slayed Bono. Like, you know, imagine what he'll do to me. All right, man. Enough of this Eminem bad uh, album here. I think people. I think a lot of people feel the way we feel. You know, I, I really don't know anybody who sad. thought the album was amazing. I, I'm not gonna lie. He I haven't seen. I haven't seen anyone say online. I, haven't, uh-huh. I don't know anybody personally. Obi Trice like, thought it was amazing. 
Obi Trice is like, isn't he? Bizarre thought it was amazing. Where is Obi Trice? <laughs> I don't know. Where is that nigga? Does somebody named Obi Trice deserve to be anywhere at this moment? <laughs> now, that's a, now that's a great question. <laughs> All right. Next project. Party Next Door, Seven Days. I liked it, but per- personally, hey, you, hey, you didn't like it. Now, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something about this album. Or EP. Whatever the fuck it is. It's a project. This album was so... Sorry, why I keep saying album? This project was so bad that no one gave a fuck. <laughs> like, yeah. this project was so bad that Party Next Door was... He was damn near uh, acting like he was other people on his own project. That's true. That's true. Like, okay, when people think of a Party Next Door song, what's the first song that you think of? Come and see me for once. Come and see me for once. Okay, that's cool. But you know why you think of that? Why? Because that's his lane. That's what he's known for doing. He's known for music like that. When, mm-hmm. when you start making music... Or that's what you're telling him that that's what he's known No, for. no, no. That's what the public... That's what the public ...has championed. Because you got to think about it. Mm-hmm. You got to think about it. The public are the people who say what's hot and what's not. Mm-hmm. When they gravitate towards a certain sound, it's because they're like, yo, man, we like well, this Well, if you started off with a certain sound, it's almost like the Eminem argument. Mm-hmm. If you started off with a certain sound, when you start switching sounds, you're not going to accept it. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. That's different. Because... No, 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 that's a different argument. There's no difference between Eminem and Baby Bash right no, now. No, 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 no. But we accepted Baby Bash. No, that's a different <laughs> argument because, because Eminem is not... not connecting with people now because he's he has a different sound. It's the content... What he's what he's saying is different. Okay. That's why Eminem, I don't believe, is is connected. That's why I think everybody thinks the revival is trash. I it's think it's the sound. I think no, it's no, I think sound. I think it's his message. Like we just we just we just spent minutes, however many minutes, talking about how it went back to Eminem. Yeah, I know. We just we just spent how long talking about how Walk on Water and Untouchable and all the things he was talking about. That's you that said that. Well, you actually agree with, with you actually agree with everything I, I said. I agree with that, but right? I I actually think, like I said, it was a track list. It was it was just a pop sound. Eminem's not pop in no way, you know. So like, it was just a whole bunch of pop songs. And I'm like, that's not his. Well, life. that's another issue with the album. Mm-hmm. I, but you're right. You know, you're right about that. But I'm you just know, saying. I think, but to me personally, I think the biggest issue was the content because forget about the forget about the pop. Right? If he was spitting and saying some shit that was actually cool, people would fuck with it. But I think the the songs that he led with on the album, Walk on Water, Untouchable. Content wise, forget about the sound, the sound of it. Content wise, we're not trying to hear that shit from you. You know why? Because we we've we've, uh, we've been accustomed historically from Eminem to not hear that shit, and it's so opposite of what he what he's known for that we don't even understand where you where you're going with. So, hey, maybe Eminem has become a better person. Who the fuck knows, man? But when it goes when it comes to partner next door, I think he's confused at what he's what he's trying to get people to know him for. He wants to show off his versatility. He wants to show off his versatility, just, which is fine, not, which is all good. But when it like comes when it comes to this shit, I don't think people really fuck with this with, with, with this uh this project of his. Okay. Seven days. He was rapping like Young Dog on one one project or so one song. That's the, the other album. That was no, that was this album. one. It wasn't this album, bro? That was this one. Which one are you talking about? That one is the one. Uh, that, that was the other one. Uh, I don't even know the name of Dog, it. And the I'll, song. I can't even. The tell song you what the name best is. friend on this one. Uh huh. You know what I'm talking about? 
Uh, it's called Best Friend. Yeah. He's rapping like Young Thugs on like half of the half of the song. I suppose. But the point I is I disagree. But the point is, regardless of who he's rapping like, I think that Party Next Door has not found himself as an artist, as a solo artist. We know he's so versatile because he's a songwriter and he writes for other people. Beyonce, Rihanna, Drake, all these guys, right? Or people. And they're so different as artists. But when it comes to his own music, I don't think he's sure as to what he's trying to portray. So I thought this album was pretty bad because not only was it, not only was he not focused at, or he he hasn't really found his lane as an artist, but even musically, the, the, the songs were very lazy to me. I agree. I don't think it was that good. Like I, I thought for I thought for someone at the at the quality of Party Next Door when it comes to music, mm-hmm. this was this was not good. I don't know, man. I think that's I think that's fair. I think that's that's, I mean, that's, that's, that's just how I feel. It's fair, but I, I thought the musicality of the project was actually pretty good. So I don't I don't really have that as as much as as much of a beef as you do with the project. To be honest with you, All right, that's fair. You got any other? Uh, Horrible projects that we need to point out this year, man. Uh, Adrian Broner. Um, Jesus Christ. Who, who even heard that? Uh, who else dropped the project? No one um, heard that. I heard a Nick Cannon song on the radio the other day. Jesus Nick Cannon Christ. featured Jeremiah. I was like, but no, I, I'm good. <laughs> All right. All right. So with the best songs of 2017, let's start us off here. Kid, Come Closer featuring Drake. I thought this was definitely one of the top songs of the year, simply because Wizkid, this was like his coming out party. Drake, who was kind of like a low light on this song. I think the highlight, you know, was was really Wizkid. But hey, shout out to shout out to the fact that Wizkid even had a Drake feature. Now, I know people are probably like, who the fuck is Wizkid? You know, some people are probably like, who the fuck is Wizkid? Most people are probably not. The fact that you got Drake and Drake was like a low light on a song and it was this yeah. big. That's a big deal, man. That is a big deal. That's a big deal. And on top of that, you know, for some reason Drake didn't show up for the fucking video shoot. That was kind of disrespectful. I don't know what was. I don't know what was behind that. But the I mean, Drake show up to the video shoot for God's sake. I I don't get it. Are you kidding me? Show a hey, show. If you can show up to a Toronto Raptor game versus the Charlotte Hornets, show up to a damn WizKid video shoot. For real. But um, yeah, I, I agree with you on that. But you know, it's what what people would recognize Wizkid from was on one dance where he had that very small moment. You know no one remembers part. him from this. But that's Wizkid. That's Wizkid, guys. And he no, finally no got to get a return back. He got his that. he got his feature back. Yeah, he got his feature back. That's what's up. No, no, you're right. No, because yeah, I I yeah, even forget about that sometimes. But that's not how he sounded. But I, but people who know the song know. You know, know that Wizkid know that Whiskey was on the song. You sound like a nutcracker on the song. Like, All yeah. right. Hey, that's definitely one of the top songs of 2017, in our opinion. Next, Lil Uzi Vert, EXO Tour Life. I think it's quite obvious, you know, why this <laughs> why this song <laughs> needs to be on this list of 2017 best songs. You know, I think everybody remembers where they were when they heard it. You know, the man was talking about all my friends were dead. Everybody was trying to figure out what the hell he's talking about. I don't think people even know still to this day what the hell he's talking about. I don't even think Lil Uzi Vert knows what the hell he was talking about. But it was called EXO Tour Life. And I'm just so I'm just so fucked up about the fact that it's called EXO Tour Life. He completely wasted a great song for a horrible title. But that's cool, man. Because the song is that good. What do you think about it? As you laugh. What's up? 
He sounds nothing like that on one day. No shit. That's why I said. That's why I said that. Hey, what do you think about what do you think about EXO Tour Life though? Uh, EXO Tour Life is a very good song. Like I, I was saying earlier, it's a throwaway. It was a throwaway. A song that like he made on the tour with uh, the weekend. It, it it almost came across like he, it didn't look like it was gonna be a major single, but it ended up being a major single. Like I said earlier. Um, a little Uzi Vert. Anytime he performs this song in a crowd, I think about that when I play this song. It's it's so damn electrifying. It's one of the best songs of 2017, easily. You're electrifying. What are you a wrestling it's, announcer? <laughs> like, it's electrifying. All right, uh, Bob Backlund. Next, French Montana, Unforgettable, featuring Sway Lee. I thought this was one of the best songs of the year. Um, at least, as soon as it really came out, man, I, like it, it just was really that good. Sway Lee, you know, I don't think people were too familiar with his name or even really how he sounded on his own. Obviously, he's one half of Ray Schremert. People probably knew some of the songs they made, but like I think he really made a name for himself with this song in particular. It really made his name go a little further. It did. But um, can we talk about how bad French Montana was on this song? Um, how unforgettable he was. He on was actually song. forgettable on a song that was un- called Unforgettable. Oh, sorry, my bad. Not unforgettable. How forgettable. Sorry, you're right. Unforgettable. Thank you for finishing uh, my joke. But Thank I you. mean, Sway Lee. Sway Lee sounds like an angel to me on this song. Like, I feel like, you know, on my way to heaven, I want to hear Sway Lee's voice. Like, you have, it, it would just you have very low expectations. It just makes friend. me. It would just make me feel so much better hey, about listen, that. Listen, me and you ain't going to the same heaven. All right? <laughs> I'll say that. If you want to hear Sweet Lee, but uh, he sounds angelic, bro. He does. No, I love. I love his voice. All right, next, Travis Scott, Butterfly Effect. Now, you know, we kind of. It sounds like we disagree on how good this song was. I thought this song was hot. Maybe not it's in a good song. Maybe not in the. Um, and the uh, mainstream, when I in uh, terms of radio, I don't I don't know how because I'm not familiar with radio play these days. Mm-hmm. I don't listen to radio. It wasn't a big radio song, but, but I think internet wise, impact wise, this song had a really big moment this year for a was, couple months. It was big. It was a, it was a great during song. the summer, the beginning of summer to about the end of summer. This song was really hot. Everywhere people, you went, they were playing this song. People missed uh, people missed Travis Scott. Believe it or not, they like, do. They missed him. And like this was like their the one of the first songs for his comeback. Like he dropped like three songs or so. At three the same songs, time. yeah. And this was his first song. I, I don't know if Murder Beats produced one of these. He produced this one. Was it Butterfly Effect? Yeah, he did. Murder Beats and Tra- Travis Scott have a great sound together. They do. They should do a whole album together. You know what? Murder he's, Scotts. He's the next one behind Metro Boomer who needs to really get a highlight. Or Travis Beats or Murder Scotts. Which Tra- one you think? Travis better? Beats. <laughs> Murder Scott sounds bad. All right, Scott. <laughs> it sounds like a fucking toilet tissue gone wrong. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what I was. All right, thinking. next, uh, Gold Link Crew. Fuck down, we ain't partying. Yeah, King of District Columbia. Can't come with without a permit. I never thought Shaq Lizzie would have be nominated for one of the songs of the year, like him and Gold. What does Gold Link even look like? I've never. I just seen cartoon pictures of him, like on his album artworks and stuff. Like, is he even black? Yeah, he is. He is. 
Anyway, but uh, yeah, crew, I love crew. It embodies everything DC is about, like that R&B, that hip-hop sound, you know what I'm saying? Man, uh, hey, man, hey, 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 it's not with the cliche like, shit, Gold right? Link, okay. Embodies man, everything that DC. What the hell are you talking forget about? What does that even mean? Forget that cliche, then. My guy, Shy Glizzy, finally came up. Wait, that's your he guy now? Punting it. Fourth down, he ain't punting it. Hey. He ain't punting <laughs> he, 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 he went for it. For, Hell Mary on first down. King of District Columbia can come with here without Gold a permit. Link crew is hot. It is. Yeah, hey, Grammy-nated. I, I said Grammy-nated. Nominated for a Grammy. Oh, oh, really? You know that? I didn't know that, actually. Yeah, it's, it's, it's wild. I can't. Can you believe Shaq Glizzy can actually say, I'm a Grammy nominated Got nominated. Got a Grammy on my bed. All right. Next song, Calvin Harris Slide. You slide on your knives like... Hey, this was my shit. I love that. The moment I press play on that joint... I'll tell you this, man. Hey, Frank Ocean murdered the song. But I will say this. This was surprising for Migos to me. To get on... I I did not expect the performance that I got from Migos on this song. This was when Migos was on the rise. I was was thoroughly impressed by Offset and Quavo. Migos! Like completely, I didn't know they could get on something like this and, and really take it to the next level. I thought this was song was this song was made, made. Here we go. Say something outrageous. It was made, made for Lil Pump. Is that what you about to say? Lil Pump, Lil Burp, Small Burp. Lil Pump would did better on. Hey, it. Small Burp. Uh, no, <laughs> no, no, no. I was just saying like this song was was made by the Migos to me. What? No, nah, I, re- oh! I really. Oh, no, that's a fact. That's, no, no, that's a fact. I'm coming home. You take, you take, you take the Migos off this song, and yeah, what? yeah, it would have, it would have still been a, a really good song. But I think the Migos really made the mark on this song to me. It's my opinion, Bruh. If you don't like it, sue me, Bruh. You, you, oh my god. Are you gonna I'm sue me? Gonna Are you gonna sue me? I'm, I'm suing you. You gonna sue me? I'll see you at Judge Hatchet tomorrow. Who? Judge Hatchet. Was that the new one? The black lady. That's the, 20, that's the, the black 2017 lady version? tell people like what to do in terms of Hatchet. Their life. Judge Hatchet. Anyway. You always making up. You know, to sound you like that. Bro, if you don't. <laughs> Why y'all? Let me tell y'all something. Y'all need to take care of your kids. Bro, if you're not taking me to Judge Judy, get the fuck out of here. Just, what about Judge Mathis? I don't, I don't honor that shit. What about Judge Mathis? Don't take me to Judge Mathis. Judge Mathis. Judge Mathis get on your ass. Judge Mathis be cussing people out like out Judge the blue. Mathis will get in One your minute ass. Judge Mathis is your friend and he cusses you out. No, Judge Mathis goes from janitor to <laughs> teacher to judge said, in like I, the span of a minute. You, like I've never seen anything like it. All right, next song. Scissor. Scissor the weekend. For the weekend. I thought this song was was. Honestly, it was it was riveting. Your play, I'm your play. I'm your play. I'm play. You One's, play. Think about it. Think about it. All these guys, all these rappers, right? Typical rapper. They talking about effing girls and did left and right and going from this girl this night, That's fucking the, girl the next girl, with. fucking the next girl that night, right? And then here comes SZA, talking about the same type of shit, same shit. No, she's not. I mean, when I say well, okay. Come on, man. Work, you work mean with scumbaggery? me. Work with me, man. Scumbaggery. Yes. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. Well, she's not about. being a scumbag. She's actually saying, no, let, let me is. get a little more time. No, like, she is. Who doesn't you know why she's time? being a scumbag? Why? Because she knows he has a girl? Yes. That's scumbag. So? Oh, I mean, that, scumbag. 
It's the, it's no different. It's, not a scumbag. it's no different than what Listen, these when you're as, just as dusty as SZA, you need love. Dust <laughs> dusty people need love too. So actually, I suppose Listen. SZA's not that dusty anymore. Look, she she's and she kind of glowed up a little bit. She, is, she looks very. She kind of glowed up a little she bit after after the success. But she, before she, looks a she didn't look, she boffed. Whatever. Forget about how she looks now, right? <laughs> Forget about any of the, the bathing and all that bullshit, right? <laughs> the point is, the point is that the same thing that she was saying on the weekend, the yeah. same message that yeah. she was saying on the weekend yeah. is the same shit that you hear rappers talk about left and right. And I'm just saying to But more fragile. She's more fragile. Right, it's because she's a woman and she's singing, right? I said... And that's the difference. She's a singer and she's a woman as opposed to a rapper male who's rapping. It comes across way yeah. more aggressive and they, without any care when a guy is doing it in that manner as opposed to a woman. My point is, this song was great so because of that message. If Fetty Wap sung those same lyrics, would you be saying, oh, hey. Wait, which, which lyrics? <laughs> the, 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 the SZA version? Yeah, the SZA version. First right? off, no man is yeah. singing the SZA version. Ah, your girl is my girl for the weekend. <laughs> no, no guy, no guy in their right mind is doing that shit unless your name is Bobby Valentino. That's true. Bobby That's Bob- not true. I just said that. Okay, his name is Valentino. That alone should give him some type of uh, get out of jail free card. Hey, but I thought this was a top song in 2017. What do you think? I think so. Well, actually, I don't think it's a top song in 2015 or sorry, 17. It is, what year it is, is you? what it is. It is. It is what it is. All right, whatever, man. All right, next song, Kendrick Lamar, Humble. What do you think? One of the best songs out this year. No, it's not. It's like not. Damn right, it's not. It's like not. Humble. Why was this song good? It was an excellent song because you know, not only was Kendrick competitive. I mean, you heard it on NBA.com. You heard it on before they played NBA Finals games. You hear it in the club. You hear it on your speakers. It sounds great everywhere you hear it. Right. Any scenario that you're in. You can even hear it while cooking. You can hear it anytime. Yep. Like, it's 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 just a song that gets you amped up, hyped, and it's just... It embodies that competitive nature of rap that I think is missing in the game. And it's just... I think all around, it's a good song by Mr. Kendrick. Agreed. Kendrick Duckworth. Nothing that I, I don't have that much more to be said, man. You're you're absolutely right. And it's Thank funny how it says capital humble, like he spells it capital. Does it mean something? Uh, well, all his songs on the album were capitalized. How you Remember mean? That? Remember that, right? Booger. But uh, <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> I'm trying, dog. Like I'm trying to. What are you how talking? How you about? mean booger? Like, bro, bro, It's not. A, it's not a fucking. There's no acronym for it. Okay. Why would you think there's an acronym? There's no period in between the letters. Oh, maybe I drank too much. You I'm did. Period. Hey, hey, next song. DJ Khaled, Wild Thoughts, featuring Rihanna wow, and, 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 wow, and Bryson wow Tiller. Thoughts. You know, I'm gonna steal something that you said earlier and, What's up? and bring it back. What'd I say? Bring it back like crack. Hey, cook crack. Uh, <laughs> bring it back like cook crack. <laughs> uh, you know, Wild Thoughts. Initially, when I heard the beat, when I heard the boom. I said, oh, no, they did not just take one of the best songs in the history of music in Carlos Santana's Maria Maria. No, they did not. Until I heard Rihanna. I don't know if you can take it. I said, okay, wait, let's see where she's going with this. Mm-hmm. I know you want to see me naked in the naked. I said, oh, God, they're about to flip this joint and make a hit out of it. And Rihanna did her thing on it. Then when Bryson Tiller got in there, I was like, Damn, 
they done made Maria Maria Maria, Maria 2.0 and they went in with it. Wait, it's so what did, what did I say about this? What do, what do you mean? Why did you oh, bring me sorry. Uh, uh, uh. Culture. <laughs> when you said, you know, Migos, the moment that you heard Culture, uh-huh. that they were going to name their album Culture, mm-hmm. you were like, man, I'm skeptical. Do I think that they're going to live up to the name Culture? Mm-hmm. I was like, the moment I heard the beat on Wild Thoughts, I was like, will they live up to the Maria Maria legendary sound? And they did. Okay. And, and that's that's kind of amazing to me. Gotcha. I mean, even DJ Khaled sounds tight to me. DJ Khaled! No, what, he says it on every song. What, what's any different? We the best! Yeah, you're, you're hyping the fact that he said, we the best on beats? DJ Khaled! That's, saying a lot, that's asking a lot for him. Why? Because he's Arab? Another one. <laughs> anyway, man. Hey, no, I thought this song was great. Um, I thought... I thought I, I want to say uh, the song was really good because of Rihanna as opposed to Bryson Taylor. I know. It was like, great because like of Rihanna. Rihanna killed but that like fucking Bryson Taylor was a cherry on top. The, in the verse, man. Like, that song is yeah. known because of her. Yeah. But, so, but so yeah, absolutely. Means, I agree. Bryson Taylor definitely added to it. Bryson Taylor stayed sure. being like that secondary guy. Like yeah. That. Like, even on Insecure, right? Didn't he sound like the secondary guy? He like, is. Cause Jasmine Sullivan's voice is so powerful. Yeah. It's oh, like, my God. It's so powerful. All right, man. We talked enough Especially about this. Especially when she says insecure. <laughs> How we, you feeling insecure? We talked enough about this song, man. Next. Anytime a woman sings off beat. Can we move on? Like, if she gets off Jesus. beat to make a point, you got to listen, dog. She said something, something, something. Insecure. That's can, it, okay. can we move on, stupid? All right, that's good. Is that okay? Um, yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Yes, I'm stupid. Next. Post Malone Rockstar featuring 21 Savage. Hey. I actually heard a funny story about that song. What's up? That originally it was supposed to be uh, T-Pain and, uh, T-Pain who else was and uh, Joey Badass. I saw that. How the hell Joey Badass? No, I saw that today. Oh, you saw it today? I saw today. it last night before I went to sleep. And I said, I must be dreaming. And then what I did was this morning, I Googled the version to hear it. And it was god awful. Wait, is so that... it's actually a real version. No so way. Post Malone does his part. Is it the same Post Malone part? It's sort of like he spits his words a little bit. But the song is rock star. It's based, still right? rock star. It's still the same song. What the hell is Joey? But then when T Pain comes in there, I turned it off after T Pain because it was so bad. T Pain's part was so bad. T Pain, yo yo. Rockstar, I'm gonna rockstar. This is so bad. I can't hear this. It's really bad. It was really bad. And T-Pain actually came out and said, I'm glad they put Touring with Savage on it because it wouldn't have been a number one hit. <laughs> I said, I agree wholeheartedly. It oh, was that's funny. bad. Hey, well, I'm glad. I'm glad we never heard that version and we heard the Touring with Savage It was worse on. than the original version of Forever with Drake. Have you heard the I think they replaced Ooh. they replaced Eminem with Gunna Gunna. <laughs> no way. I don't think it was Gunna Gunna. It, it was somebody along the same caliber of Gunna Gunna. Like it was him. <laughs> hey, but no, no, but hey, real talk though. Yeah. Real talk. Thank God. <laughs> We're just hearing about this now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, 21 Savage, 21 Savage put out one of his 2017 guest features. He's yeah. been really good this year when it comes to features. You know. Anticipation. Oh man, like he 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 delivered, but Post Malone was the one who set he the was tone a star. on he the was song. A star. He set it off. There's something about that beat that's so that's so infectious, so like melodic. Yep, yep. You know, yep, yep. you can't help but to not like this song, man. 
It's then, definitely, even though it came out, I would say towards the end of the summer, I think it was. Yeah. Sometime around September ish. It still was one of the best. It still is one of the best songs this year. And let me just say this Joey Badass, just, just to add on my story, Joey Badass said he co wrote it. So Joey Badass gets credit. Yeah, he said he co wrote it with, with Post Malone. So he actually got credit for a number one hit with Post Malone. That's, that's, what's, that's what he said. Hmm. So I was thinking, I was like, okay, okay, if he co wrote it, I know what part he wrote. We talk about killers and shooters, you know. Got my shooters on or something, and then they ready to go. That's Joey Badass. Post Malone is the one that wrote. I'm jumping on cop cars. Ain't no black person jumping on cop cars. That might be a fact. That might be a fact. So yeah, you know, there you go. No, hey, no. Thank you for that breakdown, sir. We needed that as as a culture. CNN. Now shut up. Black CNN. <laughs> Black scene. Uh, all right, last song. Wait, is, this the, is that the last song? Do we have it? No, your, your Microsoft Word just needs to be updated. It's not the last song on this list. But next song, Cardi B, Bodak Yellow. Man, it's not that much to say about this shit other than the fact that this song was a hit this year. It's quite undeniable. We don't really need to get into the shit. That's really all I got to yeah. say. I never thought a first grader would be able to make a one of the number one hits ever. Somebody had a first. Somebody had a first. Somebody reads at a level. first. <laughs> no, you're disrespectful. This episode. <laughs> no, you trying to get shot. You trying to get shot, man. No, I'm just joking. Cardi. No, hey, you know she wrote with Migos now, See, man. That's true. She you wrote. Hey, they gonna pull up on you. They, go, they pull up with that. Da, da, they gonna pull up with the third. They go. Next song. Future mask off. Oh, by the way, sorry. Molly, uh, I want to say this about Bodak Yellow. Percocet. Um, I actually just started. I know I'm late, very late. I actually just started bumping No Flocking, and I was like, "Wow, huh? No Flocking is tight." No, that shit came out three years ago. It doesn't even, but it didn't even sound like Kodak. It's, it sounds like it does. Sound like he Kodak. actually sounds way clearer. Like he actually sounds because that was before the drugs. Oh, true, true, true. True. Don't you understand? Everybody, even Future sounded clearer back then. That's true. Before the whatever, man. But yeah, you're right. He he doesn't really sound exactly like he does now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, that's where everyone. Know, well, I think I think everyone knows. But if you don't know, Cardi B got her song "Bodak Yellow" from No Flocking. Yeah, it's the same type of rapping. And that's she even think, admitted it. I think Cardi is called Bodak Yellow, right? And Kodak Black. Bingo. Do the math, right? Hey, it should adds up to me. Yeah. Bodak Yellow. Can we move on? Please. Uh, mask Off. Percocet. Molly, Molly Percocet. Can you believe this man had us saying Percocet, Percocet Molly in the Molly club? Molly Percocet. We over here bouncing the Percocet. Percocet and Molly. Molly Percocet. I'm like, I want to hear Percocet and Molly. I can't even play this around my dad. Drugs that I've never Percocet, taken in my life. Molly. This is worse than Lil John when Lil John was saying, Skeet, skeet on the window. Skeet to the left. Skeet to the right. But yeah, I mean, Mask Off is so infectious. It has a great beat to it. Blah, 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 blah. Dog, that flute? The flute on that song? Yeah. Maze, it Guess makes who the made song. that beat? Metro That's Boomer. Metro. Metro Boomin' on the track. Yeah, Metro. A.M. Hey, Metro. All right, next. Metro. Logic, the suicide song. 1-800. Uh, 1-800, don't, don't kill yourself. The 1-800, don't kill my vibe or something like that. All right. Um, Love this song. I thought this song was, was very... Was very great actually. I, I thought I, I don't know. I don't even remember if I expected anything of this song when I heard it. Yeah. But I just remember when I when I played it for the first time. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, very great like, song. Wow, that people appreciate. Let me tell you, what I, is this? I actually have a very funny story about this song. Right, 
I was in New York catching an Uber. And you know how New York has a whole bunch of foreigners and stuff like that. There was this foreign guy. He's like a Middle Eastern guy. Didn't speak much English. But when the song came on, he was like, hey, man, I like this song, man. I don't want to die. I don't want to die. He was singing it. I don't want to die. So I'm in the back with some some dime piece actually on my left side. And I'm just like trying to talk, you know. And I actually tell the guy, hey, you know, this song is actually about suicide, right? He said, I don't know what that means. I don't want to die. I don't want to die. So what? that's just how much it crossed over to people like all types of I mean, listen, people man. felt it. He look, didn't even know what suicide meant. Look, look, man. And he just was just just felt it. Look, man, moral of the story is music is 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 it it, it holds no like rate. It it holds no like culture. Like if the shit is good, it's good. People are gonna vibe to it. It doesn't matter yeah. if you speak English or not. Popular. It was this is it like, doesn't matter. This is like MTV's theme song. Like logic. <laughs> That's funny. But no, great song. Yeah, I am sure you guys know what this is, you know. Random as random ass song with the with the one eight hundred number. Y'all know exactly what song yeah, we're talking yeah, about. Yeah. Alright, um next song Playboy Cardi Magnolia. This was definitely a smash this year. It's not even a question. And I don't remember exactly when this song came out. I just I just remember like, like probably even 2016. Nah, I think it was like early this year when it came out, but it definitely it was it was moving. In New York, I merely wow. Like this song was this song at one point was the go to song in the club. I would the go to. I wouldn't do what he says on the song. Shooting at the op op op. Did he say shoot at the officers? The ops. Ops was op. Young. Uh, am I out of? Am I out of you're out of touch, man. You're out of, you're out of touch. You sound like an old person. No, you sound like you sound so old. Hey, what's the opposite? Opposition. Oh, shoot at the. Oh, that's what these. That's what these young dudes call. That's what he said. Listen, listen. I know for a fact. No, no. I thought he was saying shooting at the officer. No, no, no. Now, now put. Now I want you moving forward. To open up your ears now. Wow. It's a waste of time. But open up your ears now. So anytime you hear somebody say the ops, ops. they're talking about opposition. They're talking oh. about the people who are hating, like all these I other thought, guys. I was like, why is he calling officers officers? Shooting at the ops. Shooting at the ops. Like, like a lot of them are. A lot of them play video games. They, you know, you know, Call of Duty, Call Black of Duty, Ops, Black Ops. Yeah, yeah, it's Black Ops. Shooting at these ops. It's it's opposition. That's wow. basically what it is. What did the opposition do to him? They uh, they deserve to be shot at. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, next up. said. Uh, exactly. Miguel Skywalker featuring Travis Scott. You know, this song came on a little late towards 2017. I don't remember. Maybe October, something like that. I don't know. It was right before his album came out, maybe about a month and a half to two. I don't exactly remember. This song was really good, though. Enjoy the moment. Because it, 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 really, it really displayed Miguel in a different he light. He had fun. He was having yeah, fun. Yeah, man. Him. Like, I, I like this type of Miguel. I mean, you he know. Was not, he didn't care about the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't care about shooting at the <laughs> He was just having fun. <laughs> yeah, that's funny, man. Hey, no, but yeah, this song was really good. Uh, followed by his album, War and Leisure. I thought it was uh, one of the best songs of this year, man. I agree. I mean, I mean Travis Scott, our guy Travis Scott was on there. Yeah. You know, and he. It's lit. It's lit. Lafleur. Uh You know his new wildin one. Wilding on my haters. You know, you know his new one. What? Pop it, pop it. Oh, I thought he said Paul Pierce. No, pop. What? No. <laughs> Paul. Paul Pierce. No, you'll Paul hear that. You'll hear that pretty soon. All right. Uh, uh, next. Twenty One Savage Bank. Twenty One Savage Bank you know account. What? You know what's funny about Bank account? What's up? I was waiting for the day that a rapper 
would make a song that the root of it was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, like just counting, like that's the root of it. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. In my bank account. Oh God. In my bank account. Oh God. So simple, but it's just so catchy. You know, he actually made the beat. He made that beat. Wow. It matches the simplistic nature of the song as well. Like it's it's a great beat. Wait, he made the beat. He produced the beat. Or he beat the person that made the beat. Both. (laughs) Isn't that the same thing? (laughs) No, it's not the same. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's a Twenty One Savage. The dude was an op. He's an op. That's an op. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Making beats for the op ops. Shooting at the op opposites. I wish my bank account had eight M's. Hey, did you hear the that? Wait till that Bitcoin hits, dog. 2018, that Bitcoin's coming, bro. I'm already on Ethereum. Ethereum? You don't even know. You don't even know how to pronounce the shit. So you're definitely not. I'm on both Lithium and Ethereum. Lithium. Hey, hey, that's a battery, stupid. It's like nah. Hey, you can't be on lithium. It's lithium, dog. It's, like, nah. it's, like, nah. it's actually Litho- Litho- I thought it was Litcoin. It's oh, Litcoin, yes. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know shit, man. You're a op. Hey, hey you need to, you deserve to be shot at. <laughs> <laughs> shooting at the ops. Shooting at the op, op. Uh, Shooting at the ops. Shooting All right, at the Next song, Big Sean, bounce back. I thought I thought bounce back was uh, definitely one of the songs of the year. Um, I think that's really the reason why Big Sean even decided to to come out with that that project with Metro Boomin, yeah. because this song this was song, so good. And the he, chemistry was really good on the song. Absolutely. But you know, you know the funny thing about Bounce Back, and so, this might be the first song that was it actually excelled off of his boringness. It was boring. You tripping? Something, something, something. When I said I bounce back, bounce back. Yeah, yeah you're crazy. Bounce back. It's a really boring song. Or let me not say dull. How about dull? Is that a better word for you? None of it applies to this. How about it's monotone? It's it's well, but that's Big Sean in general. That's what I'm saying. He's he's a a very monotone. He's a monotone rapper. It's it, but 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 that's every one of his songs is like it. It's almost like Twenty One Savage. Twenty One Savage is a very dull monotone guy. That's cool. But that's what's in. And this song was like the definition of a party song that was. Dull and monotone. I don't want dull. I just yeah, monotone. The way he was saying so it, it was monotone. The beat was so fucking hype. There's no way. This, there's no way you can say this shit was dull. Young Berg made the beat, right? That was Metro Boomin. Uh, no, it's Young Berg, right? It's Young Berg. Oh, Hitmaker. That's Hitmaker. Yeah, that might be yeah. Young Berg and somebody else. I thought it was Metro. No, that's that, not Metro. That's that's Young Berg. So then, so then, why the hell? I mean, this is a different conversation. Why the hell did, did you gotta did, take back everything you said? No, I don't. But now I have further questions. I have questions more, you know, at least more. Why the hell did Young Berg, not Young Berg, Big Sean decide to make the album with 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 Tony? I think Metro, Metro, Metro might have co-produced that song. He hasn't been a part of it. He, he had to it. Maybe he's But I, but the only but you're right though. The tag that I remember on that song is Hitmaker. Yeah, Hitmaker. Which is Young That's Berg. Hitmaker. That's Young Berg. Hitmaker. Right after uh Love and Hip Hop, he came there and produced that. Alright, those are our 2017's best songs of the year. Hey, again, if we miss something, go ahead and shoot us. You know, make sure you shoot at the Ops, aka QD. So now we're the Ops, oh my God. Shooting at the Ops. I don't want to be the Ops, the Ops, or the Ox. Shooting at the Ops. Shooting at these officers. Alright, now, the last topic, actually it might not be the last, but we'll see. But let's just jump into the top artists of 2017. 
right? In no particular order, I think it's only right to highlight the whole Migos group, right? But we all know out of the Migos group, there's Quavo, there's Offset, there's Takeoff. Mm-hmm. Offset had a really good year when it came to features, when it came to collaborating on, on, on mixtapes, albums, whatever you call it. He was great. Quavo, same thing. Features. I'm sure he has some writing credits that I'm killer. not sure of. He's, He's a hook machine. You know, he had a really good year too. I think we talked earlier about the fact that Migos culture dropped and it was a really big deal for the culture. No pun intended. But, you know, it's it's, it's only right that we highlight them for this year, man. As a top artist. Migos was great. I mean, Migos, believe it or not, like when Migos first came out, I thought it was one person, right? They've now expanded to where like we know things about them. We understand like we care about who they are uh, individually. I mean, but then when you talk about musically, um, you know, they 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 just embodied what hip hop was in 2017. So it's only right, especially if we were going to look back at this in 10 years from now, we have to remember that Migos were them dudes in 2017. For sure. Point blank period. For sure. No question that. Next, Lil Vert. I thought he had a really good year. <laughs> Um, it was filled with songs like um, Exotorlai, you know, which which really carried him throughout this whole year. Um, he, you know, surprisingly, which I don't, I'm sure people know, but I don't know how many. I don't know if people even care. He was actually a part of Bad and Bougie. You know, he's not he's not the highlight of the song clearly, but like he was on it. He was on it for some reason. I don't know. He he his team knew something. They knew Migos was about to go off. Something happened. It must have been a perfect storm. I'm not sure. He had that song. Like I said, he had uh, Exo Tour Life. He also dropped the album, which I don't think it was amazing. I thought it was decent. It propelled that song, Exo Tour Life, propelled him this whole year. And um, he really stood up there, in my opinion, as far as a top artist in hip hop, I believe. Um, Uzi was a great artist this year. But I think what really, really, really got him to that next level was his performances. Like I said earlier. Exo Tour Life, he put up a great performance. He's just really known right now as a dude that gives it his all. A rock star that gives it his all when he performs. And um, You mean on stage? On stage, yeah. On stage. When he performs you're saying on his, stage. You're saying his, his performances are the reason why he's, why he's, he's a top his, artist? His performances are the reason. I think the main reason why he's a top artist. Obviously, he drops some hot stuff. But really, it's his performances. Like I think he 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 energizes the youth. In a way that, like other people on our top artist list, didn't quite do. I'm not saying that they're bad or anything. Just I think he he found a way to energize the youth with his viral videos. Think about it. We didn't mention his social media, his viral videos, just a whole bunch of things that he did, other than just getting in the studio and making music that kind of galvanized the youth. So that's my opinion. That's why I think Lil Uzi was one of the top artists. He just embodied. He just embodies social media, just the youth, just everything. All right, well, uh, uh, moving on. SZA. SZA, uh, we talked a little bit about her earlier. We know she dropped the album called Control. Yeah, 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 yeah. We know that, you know, she had a bunch of songs on that album that really kind of took her to the next level. Like Love Galore with Travis Scott. She had the song The Weeknd on, you know, by herself. You know, she really had a really good year. She even she even featured on uh, the Maroon Five song, uh, "What Lovers Do." What lovers do. You know, like she had a really good year, man. Like 
And 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 in a year where it was mostly, it was mostly I should say, you know, hip hip hop man men based. There were women who who found a way to kind of like, at least shine a little bit. She was one of them. Cardi, Cardi B. B was one of them. Um, um, Bad Baby. I'm not mentioning her name. <laughs> um, what well, what the hell is it? Oh, Rhapsody. Even Rhapsody. Like for and as much as I don't understand why you know her album is so highly regarded, so so critically acclaimed to be Grammy nominated, whatever, you know the fact that she's even up there. Hey, listen, as much as I think it's like skeptical and politic politically based, whatever, she's still up there. Women are around. It's great to see you know SZA doing her thing, man. She's definitely unique, and you know of an artist to be around for the next couple of years. We'll see how we'll see how she you know continues to evolve you know as an artist. I suppose you know, and, and making her own shit, man. We'll see. I suppose. And next up, I mean, our guy Kendrick Lamar, who actually they're on the same label. He believed that TDE two of like the top artists this year are on the same label. Kendrick yep. Lamar, you know, I don't think there's much to say. He dropped the album of the year, in my opinion, is not even close. Um, and I expect him to win a Grammy, which you know pretty much symbolizes greatness in rap somewhat. So, I don't have much to say. Yeah. Kendrick has been amazing. Yeah, there's not going to be Macklemore to steal the Grammy nod this year. You remember the, the other year? It was like two, he three years ago when Kendrick, right? When Macklemore won the, uh, what was it? Was it album of the year? Yeah. Was it album? Or best hip-hop? I can't remember which category. Well, that was payback for voting in Obama. So I don't know what the hell it was. I just know it was it was, it was an injustice. They said, y'all going to put Obama in the president? Okay. Mac Lamar is going to win rap Grammy. That's funny. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, Kendrick Lamar had a great year. There's not much needs to be said about that. Next, 21 Savage. 21. 21. 21. Best. 21 Savage. Let me tell you why. I'll eat pussy. I'll Let me tell you why 21 Savage is the best. It's one of the best whoa, artists whoa, of the year. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, hey, one hey, of the hey, best hey, artists hey, of the hey, year. Hey, hey. Like, 2017. His features. He was the best feature this year. Point blank period. He had the best features. I don't even want to hear an argument. In hip hop, he had the best features. What songs? Okay, Rockstar. Rockstar. Okay, he got the new one with he Cardi A. Cardi. Star. He said what else? Blockstar. Huh? Um, he had Bank Account. That's not a feature. He had. That's his own song. Uh, the one with Twenty One Savage. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. He was oh, on Gucci okay. Mane's album. He was on. No one remembers this feature. He was on. on he was on Nav's song. No one cares. <laughs> he was like, on Drake's song. He was on Which Meek one? Meek Mill. Hey, 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 forget about that. Offended. I'm offended that you forgot Offended was one of the songs he was on. All right, that was, was a cool offended. feature, but it's not worth he noting on, as one of the best features. He was on Young Thug. He was on everybody's song. All right, well. He was on Cartier's song, Cartier's Barty. I just said that. <laughs> 23 Babbage, like I was telling you earlier. Look, Barty and Cardi and Rockstar are clearly the ones that are worth noting, feature-wise. Why me. would you know Barty and Cardi is worth noting? Yeah. Okay. I'm right. talking about his feature. Yeah. What, like, and the, I'm talking about like the hype. Like he was on Big Sean. He was on... Oh, Pull Up and Rap. Pull Up and Rap. Yeah, that was a good feature. Pull Up and Rap 21. Pull Up and Rap 21. He was on A Boogie with the Hoodie. The point is, the man had a great year. Right, feature wise, he dropped his own album. He had the best features. I mean, nobody else had. Uh, who else had features? I don't know, man. I got to think, think about that. 
He had the best features. I'm, I'm, not, not, saying, sure. I'm not saying he was like Puff Daddy back in 97 or anything. Like I don't that. know, man. He was... I'm not he, sure. He, he, who else had better features? I don't know. I gotta think about it. You have to think about it. I'm thinking of Offset comes to mind oh, when it comes true. to features. Oh, about Offset. Like, I feel like he, he had more... He had more like maybe maybe not chart wise, but he had more features and he had more quality features than Twenty One Savage. That's true. But whatever. I mean, you know I, who had better features? Baka, not nice. Who right. <laughs> should be on this list? All right. Baka, not nice. And next, now he, he he's on the he's on the worst <laughs> artist of two thousand twenty. In three, listen, I'm already building the year for three years. I from love now. Baka, not nice. He's on yeah, that a man. hot song. That one of his songs. One of the two songs he what had was, it called? was not nice. No, not nice. <laughs> not it was called uh, Baka not nice on the beat. No, that's his so name. Yeah, not I nice. Don't, I don't remember the name of the song. Baka on the beat, so it's not nice. Ooh. Yeah, what is life I cannot change? That's not Baka. I know. All right, hey man, forget about Baka not nice and Twenty One Savage. Hey, Metro, Metro Boomin deserves to be on this top artist list. That ain't know. no damn artist. Is what everybody's gonna say. Yeah, so exactly. everybody's gonna say. They ain't gonna say that, but, but it's quite obvious when you when you really dive into the details. You know, obviously he's a producer. You don't hear him on tracks like you do DJ Khaled. Right? His beats said more than anything Made in Tyo said. Like his beats right. spoke to me more than Made in Tyo. Exactly. They were voice. they were powerful enough, and he's really. I would say twenty. Not twenty. I would say that that Metro Boomin is a part of this new wave of producers. That care making making rec you know Khaled's been doing it for a long time right mm-hmm. but he's not a beat maker Khaled's like an actual producer the definition of a producer somebody who orchestrates the song that's what Khaled does but like in terms of in terms of like a producer. a person who produces the track hands on Metro Boom is probably a part of that way he's probably heading that new wave of of producers beat makers who who can consider themselves artists. Yes. I would say, and there's a bunch of people who are following behind. Like you got the guy London on the track. He's trying to he's trying to follow in that Metro booming wave, which is rightfully so. He makes good songs, mm-hmm. uh, good beats. But yeah, Metro booming had a great year. Definitely needs to be on his list. All right. Logic, logic. I don't. What you got? What you got to say about Mulatto Boy? I don't want to die. Mulatto is very offensive. Is it really? It is an offensive word. I actually just found that out. No way. It's offensive. Who told you that? Somebody told me. A mulatto. It's offensive. Yeah, calling somebody mulatto is offensive. What? It's better. What do you call them? Call them uh, half, <laughs> half and half. <laughs> Dog. What? <laughs> That's, what? That's like what I put in my coffee. Exactly. What are it's, you talking about? Isn't it white and black? Anyway. No, it's not. <laughs> half and half is all white. logic. It's only logical. It's only logical that logic is on this list. You know, logic. I mean, he didn't have the greatest year when you compare it to the other people, but I thought his impact was pretty well known. Um, he he just represented what he represents really well. If that makes sense. Like whatever it is that he represents, <laughs> what he represented it what are you, really well. What are you telling us? He, other than nothing. Like he just, he was this character that we needed in society slash hip hop. He was a character, this unapologetic guy that was not afraid to tackle race, talk about himself, to tackle uh, some of the issues that we shy away from in hip hop. He was that guy. You know, we there's always that one guy that does that. Like there was one year Macklemore did it. There was one year um, who else? Uh, there was one year Cuckoo Cow did it. 
in now. <laughs> logic. Okay. Logic is oh, okay. Logic is now the new guy that did it. All so right. All right. I, I don't like have that. anything. I don't have anything to say about this. I guy. like that. We need stop the violence type rappers, and he was one. All right. I don't agree with him being on his list. That's all you. All right. Uh, Gucci Man. I'm pretty sure Gucci we agree man. on why Gucci Man had a great year, right? Hey, at a certain point, if you bring out so much stuff, you have to be on the list, right? Uh, you would think, right? Mm-hmm. Although I don't know about that, because what if what if uh, you know Tuesday Boy, what's his name? Mm-hmm. I made it. I love McCone. I love McCone. What if he had ten albums in 2017? Yeah. Would we care? Well, I don't know about that. I don't even think the music executive people will even let him do that. Who said he was signed? Who's gonna want him? Doesn't to... he dropped from yeah. uh, from OVO? No, an album has to come out. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> to be an official release. No, I but <laughs> I think Gucci Man had a great year, man. Unexpl- you don't even have to explain why. Yeah, man. everyone knows why. Gucci Man, he deal. got married, and you know he. But we just five said albums. We just, El said, Gato, don't ex- we just El- said don't explain, and you're explaining. El Gato Saint Clair, whatever the hell. Is do you know I heard? Do you know I heard? I, I saw online. Very good album. He's coming out with a wait. What you heard it? I heard it. Yeah, I heard it. I'm not listening to that shit. Do you know he's coming out with a new album? He just announced it today. What is it called? Uh, another album. Another album. That's like seven in like a year span. Bruh, hold on, man. I just saw it today, man. Like, he he, he announced it. And I was like, dog, another? Stop playing, man. This is ridiculous. It's like not funny anymore. Like, I thought it was a game before, but now he's just suffocating people. Like, I, I feel suffocated with Gucci Band music, all right? Damn, I wish I knew. Oh, here it is. Work, it says, here, I'm looking at it right now. Gucci Man is already working on a new album. The album is called... Shit. Come on, man. This stupid ass. Elgato Sinclair Part 2? It's called... No, damn. It's called it, Damn? Oh, here it is. Yeah. The Evil Genius. Oh, that's simple. He says, next solo album is called The Evil Genius. He said that today. Is he about to die or something? Like, why does he bring out so many albums? Who knows? But whatever, man. Gucci Man had a great year. No matter how many albums the man came out with, it's quite undeniable. Next, Big Sean. Great year for Big Sean. I think so. Great album. Just just a solid year. I don't think there's much to really say. Um, Big Sean, I, have not, I don't have much to say. Great year. Yeah, he came out with two projects, right? I mean, two of them. The first one I thought really hit when I decided the second one. You know, I don't think it was as good, but still, you know, the fact that he's keeping a presence here and, you know, he's still the same... Big Sean, lyrically, and he's your, you know, he's, he's still the guy who we, at least I regard as a top guy. He's your go-to radio rapper right now. He's your go-to radio rapper. Kendrick is your go-to, like, Spotify, if you just want to listen to music and you want to hear, like, hardcore rap music. Kendrick's that guy. 21 Savage is that, like, thug, trap rapper, and... Big Sean is just your radio rapper where you can plug him into so many different scenarios. I heard him on a song with Katy Perry. I've heard him on a song with 21 Savage. I've heard him on a song with Kanye. Like it's You can plug him in anywhere you want to. Those were kind of the rappers that we had back in the day. Those were like the maces of the day. You know what I mean? That's what Big Sean is right now in today's radio. Like If um, somebody wants to make a hit single and just feature a random rapper, most likely it's going to be Big Sean. Well, I mean, hey, I'm glad that, I'm glad he has a place for something. Shit, if it's that, if it's something that was cool, man. Hey, he still had a great year. We'll see what we'll see what he does next year, man. Hopefully, 
in my opinion, I hope he comes out with something like I Decided or something along those lines. That's just my personal favorite of Big Sean, you know, it's musically. But hey, we'll see. Somebody got to like slap him in the face so he can go through something. So he yeah, can make we'll some see. heartwarming music again. You think he's having too much fun? Like, go through, yeah, he had to go through some type of pressure. Like, he, having, he having too much fun, man. Just go to like, just go to a haunted house or something and just soak up all the negative energy in there and then I'm pretty sure he'll make a good album. Um, Alright, DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled, who's hey. barely an artist, but... No, he's an artist. The, the artist DJ the term, Khaled ain't no damn The artist. term artist is so skewed these days. It's like, it's it's no different than the, than the word producer. Like, they call people producers left and right, but you don't necessarily have to be a beat maker. Sometimes you are a beat maker and you're called a producer. It's just a term, man. Like, it's not that big a deal. An artist is just somebody who expresses their fucking, ex- their thoughts, their expression. I don't know. It's saying, a general term. So him saying, we the best, that's his expression, expressing his thoughts. No, I'm just saying the fact that he has his handprints on the music, like, it's it's an he art. He does, I it's like art. him. I like yeah, him. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Artist. Yeah, he, um, yeah, no, it's quite obvious why he had a really good year. Social media, Snapchat, he been on that shit for years. He dropped the album Grateful. He had like three smash hits. And and look at the people. I'm the he, one. Wild thoughts. Look like, at the people he, he got together. I mean, he got together Jay Z and Beyonce for a song. He got yeah, Shining. Yeah, exactly. You know, he got the heavy hitters. Alicia Keys, Nicki Minaj has a song together. Yeah, I mean, the, like, he got the heavy. The hitters. guy had a really good year, and man. he still managed to put Movado in there somehow. So we gotta even give him some project management kudos too. Well, that's not that hard. I mean, <laughs> to get where's what, what else is Movado doing? <laughs> I mean, just that's call, crazy. Just call Movado. How would you squeeze in? Call, call Movado from who Jamaica the hell and tell him, thought, man, I need a verse from you. Who, just send it over. Who would have thought a, an album with Jay-Z and Beyonce would also have a song with Movado on it? Like, wow. Hmm. Well, Movado is like his right-hand man and we the best, so. I know, I get it. I get it's it. understandable why he's on there. It, it's it. more surprising how Jay Z yeah. and Beyonce ended up on that. I love Mavada. than anybody. That's true. But um, all right, next future, future. Hey, we talked a little bit earlier, man. Mask off. Yeah. A song that was so drug induced on the hook, you know, it's ready yeah. to be played on the radio. Now I, I didn't mention this earlier, but the fact that um, they even play Mask off on the radio. I don't know if you heard it on the radio. I've heard it. They it's it rep the set out instead of Percocet. Rep the set. It actually sounds better the without the no, Molly Percocet. Percocet sounds so Percocet. No, it sounds better. When you say Percocet, it sounds naughty. You're like, I can't believe I'm saying it. Percocet. <laughs> it's like you know, you just feel like you're saying a bad word. Man, that sounds so tight to me. Man, that's that's childish. But but hey, I think Future had a really good year. Like he dropped this double disc, dual album, whatever the hell you want to call it. Um, it's a great idea, you know. Yeah, good idea. R and B rap on one side, you know. It was cool, you know. Then he followed up with those with those albums with like you know little songs here and there that he kind of added to you know those projects. Like the he had the one pie with was it Chris Brown and he had the oh that horrible joint. Well, I'm just saying extra like, love, but people fucked with it. Extra love uh, and you know YG had the one with Nicki Minaj, you yeah. the baddest. You know, songs that he kind of added to the future in the in the Hendrix album. It was fun. He had a great. He had, he had a, he had a, he had he a had pretty a good year, year man. People, you know, in December, people probably don't remember that he had a really good year. But shit, when you when you total up the whole year, he he really performed this year. He had a good year. Shout out the future, man. All right, next Travis Scott. We talked a little about a little bit about this earlier. He didn't come out with an album. He was a part of what an album or two? No, one. 
collaborating wise, he, he came out with the Quavo, Honcho Jack, Jack but Honcho. He, he was very active in the hip hop community. Very like, active. Travis Scott. I mean, and then also he impregnated Kim, not Kim, uh, Kylie. So that alone should give him some uh, top artists, to be honest. I agree. I agree, man. You know, but hey, there's not much to say about. No, but but I think he was rele- He was very relevant this year. Maybe if it wasn't musically, he was still around. Um, we'll see what we'll see what he does in 2018. I'm actually still anticipating his album, which mm. I don't know what it's called. But I thought he was gonna re- release it this year. Clearly not. We're we're about to jump into 2018. His album is highly anticipated. I'm telling you right once now. Again. Once again, once uh, again. Next, Lil Kodak. Lil Kodak. Man, you can talk about. Kodak. I told Lil Kodak. Um, Kodak back. Um, <laughs> uh, you know Kodak Black had a really good year. He he just dropped. He's if Gucci Man dropped the most stuff this year, Kodak Black dropped the second most. Um, he was just on his grind this year, like dropping album after album, song after song, and then just like controversial. He was uh uh uh. uh lyrical at times like he just i feel like you got so many versions of kodak black throughout this year and like for me it's just more so like it's good to see like a young dude like that that generally it looks like he generally loves the music and so like i can see that passion you know and uh throughout the year he did some good stuff in my opinion some very good stuff he came out with no i'm not saying he's uh, artist of the year i'm not saying like he deserves like some type of metal or anything but i just think that it should not be overlooked at like the 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 amount of content that he brought out good bad or whatever gangster not gangster i think he needs to be acknowledged for like just that he was important to rap this year and i think that that's fact he was very important to rap this year yeah he had he had a bunch of hits this year actually um tunnel vision you know uh, he had a song with with P and B Rock. Um, is it called Too Many Tears? Yeah, it is. That's a long time ago. No, that was like top of this year. If it wasn't this year, it was maybe was late last year. It's maybe no, that wasn't fifteen. Um, no, that was that. If it wasn't this year, that it was came out with little little Big Pac or whatever the hell. That it was, it was, was maybe it was maybe um, yeah, Rolling Peace. Yeah, Rolling Peace, right? Um, okay, Rolling Peace. Like I said, Tunnel Vision was this year. We we may not we're not gonna touch this topic, but that that's one of the beats of the year. Metro Boomin once again. Hey, we'll see. But um, so you yeah, know, I, I agree with why you're mentioning him. Um, we'll see what he does next important, year. Important, important to rap. And last but not least, Khaled, which kind of gets overlooked because he's weird. But Khaled, and he looks like Gumby. He no, he looks like Jalen Brown, an overweight Jalen Brown, who also but, looks uh, like Gumby. <laughs> that's true. Just a more athletic version. Touche. <laughs> uh. Khaled, uh, there's not much to say about him. He had a very hot, like, three, four months. He was on no, I Don't Want to Die. He was not on I Don't Want to Die. No, he was, it was longer than that. Then he had Location. Uh, that Location crept. It, it, that song came out, I want to say last year. Late did, last year. Late last year. But, like, it crept into this year. And people, it's like people caught on to it. And they were like, oh, shit. This song, this song is really good. Meditation. And then he came out with the other one. Um, young, dumb, and young, dumb, and broke. Yeah. But then he jumped, like you say, jumped onto the uh, young, suicide song with young, Logic. Young, and, and, and then he was on Lion, li- li- uh, Silence with uh, 
I want to say destructo, not destructo, marshmallow or something like that. But yeah, I mean, he had a good year. I mean, I think he's another person that embodied like where music can go. You know what I mean? Like he's the future of music and it was good to see that glimpse. Well, if somebody that looks like Gumby is the future of music... We're in a sad place or something? We're, we're, no, we're in store for some good shit, man. There you because, go. Uh, See, I like that optimism. No, because I love Gumby, all right? Gumby was my man. Gumby was Gumby was made in 1962. Who cares? It doesn't matter. Shit. So was Coca-Cola. Yeah, well, okay. You still drink Coca-Cola, don't you? Coca-Cola, yeah. Wow. Well, Coca-Cola, they completely changed companies after they took the cocaine out. What? All right. You know too much, all right? <laughs> Clearly, you were involved back then. Hey, but... 2017 was a was a really good year for music. I think um, there was some bad shit that came out, but you know what? Why harp on the bad shit? You know, let's walk into 2018 anticipating some good music. We talked we talked a little bit about who we kind of anticipate for the next year. Man, we'll see if they deliver or not. Man, what do you got? You got well, any last thoughts? With, with, that, with that being said, like you know, in 2018, you know, we will get better. We will continue to highlight some of the best music out, and um, you know we will add some dyna- dynamics to this uh, podcast. It's taking it day by day, and uh, you know I expect some big things not only from us but from artists and, and, and everything above and everything in between that. So yeah, that's absolutely. my thoughts. And adding on to that, man, you know what, man, this podcast has been great. We thank everybody for for you know getting to this point. With us, at least. Man, we're at what? Episode 20? Man. Episode 20. I would have Episode 20, man. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely keep this going. We wish you guys to uh, continue to rock with us. You know, share it, like it, comment, subscribe. We're on all the fucking platforms. You name it. I can't even remember all of them, but shit. Go, go just search Ill-Advised Wise Guys on Google. We'll pop up. Follow us on Twitter. Man, we'll see y'all on the other side. Yes, sir. Peace.